passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to the NWA, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Yo. It's Righteous Reg. It's a case for the safe, keep a space for the Nubians. Unfiltered, off-kilter, the professor, the godfather, post-wrestling, the NWA, not oh, keep guessing, huh? The views and expressions, you know the rest, it's pop excellence, get the message, advocates for Nubian, wrestling, you're listening to the best again, black wrestling in the ring, we invested in, Nubian kings and queens, we invested in, it's for the culture and we repping it. And welcome to the NWA podcast, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates, the only show all about getting color in the professional wrestling business. We are back and better than ever for our final show of the year 2023. Uh, So many things to talk about. Uh, We might have a couple special guests pop through because this is a if I'm doing the math right, Chris, since we've been right. here on Post Wrestling, this is the third December episode we've done, which makes this, Andrew, the third annual Nubian Wrestling Advocates Kwanzaa kickback. We back, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, before we get into the festivities, let me introduce the advocates. Uh, first of all, I am the Godfather Nate Milton, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster, 10 years in the game. Ain't a damn thing changed. And I'm joined by, by a man whose job title, Andrew, his titles keep growing every time I talk to the brother. Every time. Not only is he <laughs> the angry intellectual, not only is he Moderna Chris, not only is he Mo- Mimosa Chris, not only is he the mayor pro tem of Los Angeles, California, if you look closely, if you're watching the video version of the show, you can see in Chris's background, he has the Lakers in-season tournament banner <laughs> on the wall right now. LeBron AD, hey. Austin Reeves and them boys brought home the chip to L.A. Uh, so not only is he all of those things, but I learned before the show, he is also now an ordained minister through the power of the Internet. Y'all give it up for my brother, my co-host, and my friend, the Reverend Dr. Professor Chris Ely. Can we rock? What's up, Doc? Hey, what is up, yo? I've been looking forward to doing this this one for a, a little bit, man, uh, because I'm I'm gonna read some of the September comments uh, that we got. 
from mm. people <laughs> that did, yeah. Like, and the thing is, is when we were recording that ep- that September episode uh, and predicting that CM Punk was going to be back in WWE by November, I didn't think it was a hot take. <laughs> I I really didn't. I thought that was just a, like a common thing, but these cats get in their feelings, so... We'll we'll start the show and, and talk. We'll 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 talk about this when we start the show. But yeah, it's 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 nuts, man. Yes, it, this this is gonna be a wild show. Y'all know we got plenty to talk about with uh, that 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 muffin man out here on these streets. Uh, yeah. But but we've also got to talk about kind of the year in review, Andrew. And and uh, I think it's since it's the holiday season, man. We gonna play another round of everybody's favorite game. Who coming to the cookout? So we got some new people that we're gonna see if they can get access to the NWA podcast cookout. Uh, but we gotta bring on the youngest in charge, the man that brings you all the news, fit to read here on post wrestling. Y'all give it up for the youngest in charge, Andrew Thompson. What's good, nephew? I'm good, Uncle Nate, Uncle Chrissy. The only thing missing from that intro, man, you, you know, is missing some good old, some some. Damn, Curtis Mayfield pushing man playing in the background while you uh while you doing the <laughs> intro. That was, that was the only thing missing, man. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm glad to uh, glad to see my man. It's our final show of 2023. We got plenty more in 2024, though. You know, oh yeah. But this uh, I always look forward to the Christmas shows. I feel like um the years that uh in the Bay podcast been on both. This has been like a a fun show, especially with the number of people that always join on and the different people mm-hmm. we always got. Come rocking on the show, and of course, like like Chris said, we're gonna do we're gonna take our uh, do we're gonna do what Matt and Nick Jackson did uh mm. in, in late September. We're gonna take I mean early September. We're gonna take our victory lap on some of y'all folks <laughs> who was uh who was doubting <clears throat> who was doubting man. Mm. That's the thing, you know. The internet is forever. You can say whatever you want to say, Andrew. This it's freedom of speech out there, but freedom <laughs> of speech does not remove you, does not absolve you from freedom of people telling you, hey man. I remember when you said this, and then this happened. <laughs> so what you got to say now? And we're gonna do a lot of that tonight, especially when it comes to the Muffin Man. But Andrew, we got we got another like we got a guest right now off the top. Like Uh-oh. everybody else, they they might come through a little bit later. You know how it is at the Christmas party, man. You got, got some. You, you, you got you got Phil Brooks coming through. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I did have Chris order like a, a muffin plate. So I believe you. Like if you put out muffins and a can of Pepsi at night. On Christmas Eve, Phil Brooks will break into your house. Hey, but Nate, I, 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 I what, what, about, what about this nice little transition? That, you know, like Phil Brooks. It, it might not be Phil Brooks coming to the show, but Phil Brooks. I heard he throw some, you know, some spinning back fists. Mm. And you know, heard it might it might be a podcast dropping soon. You know, did, ladies you, did you and gentlemen, kick that over, Nate. You, you ladies and gentlemen, I don't know where I was back. going with it. I, I was going somewhere with it, but I she I back. She's back, ladies and gentlemen, for for her second appearance in like two months. She must she just gonna stay here for now. And y'all give it up. You know her, you love her. Uh, not only has she been a guest here on the NWA podcast, not only is she a, a very talented MMA writer who covers combat sports in South Africa, but Bush being pulling, Thompson guest. Pulling, <laughs> yes, former Bush being Thompson guest. Go buy the t-shirt, store.postwrestling.com. But Andrew, but Chris, but audience, today she recorded the very first episode of Spinning Black Fist with Mm. 10 Day Ray. So that's going to drop, 
I can make the official announcement now. The podcast is going to drop on December 25th, Christmas, all over the world. Chinyere Okafor is back. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up. Fanisi, Chi-Chi, a.k.a. And I'm going to say it one time because she ain't going to let me say it again. The maestro <laughs> of combat sports, Chinyere Okafor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hi, people. Um, thank you for inviting me. This is my first um, Kwanzaa <laughs> kickback. So I'm ready. I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm super hey. excited. And, you know, uh, like you said, we did record our own show early on today, which was a lot of fun. And I can't wait for that to become public. But for now, I'm here to chill and, you know, kick it back with my favorite people. Let's go. Hey, Chenyere, hey, did, did you enjoy <clears throat> seeing Kobe Covington get them hands mm. on Saturday yeah. night? I did, but like I said to Ray, <laughs> I was actually hoping that he got knocked out. Yeah. But it's okay. You know, I'll take I'll take his loss. I'll take his loss. I'm happy with it. <laughs> uh, that's just karma. Karma yeah, by way yeah. of the octagon. Uh so yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh Andrew's got some stuff that he wanted to bring to the table. I know Chris has some stuff he wanted to bring to the table. John uh dropped something on a uh, post last night that I want to talk about about TK. But I think we, you know where we got to start, Andrew. You know where we got to start, Chiari. Chris, the people know, because let's go back a month, not even a month. Let's go back a couple weeks. A little show called The Survivor Series, Andrew. A little mom and pop operation. <laughs> but, can you, but can you believe that was almost a month ago? Yeah, brother. Time, That's, this, this oh year has God. flown by. This year has flown by. It, it happens the older you get, my friend. Uh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> uh is like, it still feels like it's August. And she's like, so much happening. <laughs> <us."> um, <laughs> here's the thing, Andrew. We knew we were getting a big return from that man, Randall Orton. Randall Kwame Orton. Uh, I gave him that. Kwame <laughs> he, he got Kwame for one night because he helped out Devontae. Uh, but the biggest return was not from the Viper. The biggest return was from the Muffin Man who is back in the WWE, he is back home. Chris, who could have predicted such a thing? Who could have predicted? Hell is freezing over right now. The devil's selling Slurpees at the back of the truck. Who could have predicted <laughs> that CM Punk could return to the WWE, man? Yeah, I believe in September we all kind of predicted mm. this exact outcome. Um, and... Um, I, I do want to read a few of these comments. I got them open on my uh, Android. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, I left my now. iPhone in the bedroom, but I do have my tablet. You got the receipts. In, you got the receipts. So I just want to, I'm not reading anybody's names because these people are not. Some of them are nicer than others. So these are comments from YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean. Um, check it out yourself if you want to. Um, but so let me read a couple of these. Um, your CM Punk um, hat. Your CM Punk bias has uh, blinded you. Um, WWE has no use for CM Punk. Get mm. a clue. Um, Punk will never be back in WWE. Never. Uh, there is no way WWE is going to hire CM Punk. CM Punk back. Um, oh, I missed this part of the comment. How much does these how much do these affirmative action hires get paid to be wrong? Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Time out. Yeah, bring that out. Bring it back, bring it back. 
Somebody about to get lollywopped. Where where are these comments coming from? What what is this Reddit? (laughs) Was that was that on the YouTube, Chris? Was it on the YouTube? Was it on YouTube? It was on Twitter. This was not not on Twitter either. This was on of the. This got to be the dark web. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking eBay comments. Yeah, I probably should have read that one last. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's affirmative action hires. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm kind of offended. Yo. I'm very offended by this shit. But I, I, you know I what? I got, I've been getting it all week from some, some of the like the vermin in the post-universe because I was no, on... He said, um, he said vermin. Yeah. Um, I was vermin. on... Um, I was on. Uh, oh yeah, with Thurston and uh, Pollock. Yeah, I was on uh, Pollock and Thurston this week. A good, I had good conversation. Hope. If y'all, if y'all haven't checked it out, Chris uh, joined John and uh, light skinned cousin Brandon uh, right. for a conversation last week uh, in regards to ratings and uh, the demographics, and I thought it was a really informative conversation. Yeah, and I, I, I clearly wasn't in the best shape because I had COVID. I'm just now kind of getting over it. I yeah. was sick as hell. Brand, I read Brandon Brandon's uh, tw- uh, inbox message to me like um, at four in the morning because I was waking up to take another um, dose of NyQuil and I read it and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do the best I can. I'm sick. But, you know, he was like, oh, it's all good. So I go on there and this comment is on YouTube. Some motherfucker on YouTube said that um, who is this guy? Is this is this your is this your version of Beetlejuice or something like that well, on YouTube? So I'm assuming he's talking about the Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show in the nineties. And I was like, that was just, that was just uncalled for, you know? Um, because I, like I said, I was sick. I wasn't feeling good. So maybe I shouldn't have did the show that day, but you know, like Thurston is my friend. Pollock yeah. is my friend. So if they ask me to do a show, I'm going to put my best foot forward. So anyway, that's Ooh. neither here nor there. Um, let me see if I got one more of these to read. Yo. Um, the affirmative real reckless. action. Sorry. Affirmative action hires. <laughs> we, we, we 14 minutes into the show. That is crazy. <laughs> Nasty work right oh, there. Affirmative action. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, we ended up being right, so I mean, but, that, that, but that, that's that's the mm-hmm. NWA Reddit comments right there. That, that, mm-hmm. that got to be mm-hmm. that's, that's Reddit all the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop, stop one... getting comments from 4chan, Chris. Is 4chan still a thing? <laughs> no, I, I haven't checked. I so usually when I read our comments, I'm you. I usually go to um, Apple Podcasts. I usually go to um, Podbean. And I usually go to Spotify. Um, and that there's a there's one more that I use that I use to check comments. And I I do this period periodically, not all the time, but I had to go back and read the September comments because mm. that those were the ones where we were saying this stuff. Yo, last this, it's crazy, Andrew. And this is the last thing I'm gonna say about that idiot. Uh I thought last month when Chris said, shout out to David Koresh. That was gonna be the wildest thing I heard on this podcast this year until Chris read that that uh, idiotic piece of feedback. <laughs> so so congratulations, whoever you are. You you have earned the 
the uh, Idiot of the Year award from the NWA podcast. Yeah, Chris, Chris definitely better than me out of me saying names. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, is these people don't even know their names because they don't. They put they 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 have like these cartoon character avatars, and like they're typing these comments and stuff, and and not even brave enough to put a face to them, right? And this isn't even the worst that I've read. Like, like you Mm. should heard. Like one of these days. We got to you got to do a deep dive into these comments, man. The ones on um, Apple Podcasts are particularly bad. Um, if you're in a good mood, I would not recommend reading <laughs> those comments as it puts you in a, in a bad mood. But yeah, so uh, it says this one. It says uh, this isn't that bad. It says Jungle Buck will Jung, Jungle Boy will be back on AEW way before CM Punk goes back to the WWE because he's never going to go back. Triple H hates him, and Nick Khan is too smart of a businessman. Um, Mm, Real quick, Chris, you know, uh, reading them Apple comments might not make you happy, but we got some comments from the viewers out there. I want to run through a few of them real quick, (laughs) and we have a super chat. So uh, uh, I'm going to leave it on you, uh, Chris, while I bring these comments up. In regards to you on uh, Pollock and Thurston, that was your Jordan flu game. Oh, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> that, that makes me feel because you because you got to read the comments on there. They were not nice comments, man. Uh, on the YouTube, and I usually expect more from the YouTube audience than I do from the uh, podcast. Uh, uh, he said nasty, apps, nasty you know? word by nasty vermin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like quoting t- uh, Trump because qu- Trump usually used that word, but recently <laughs> very, used that very word. nasty people out there, Chris. The, the very nasty people that say things about you, Chris. I think you you're very intelligent. You're the smartest people that I know. Your hands are big. <laughs> Your hands aren't small at all, Chris. <laughs> uh, we got John Ceno. Ceno in the Charles building Cino for the four ninety nine. the super chat. He said, showing love to one of my favorite podcasts. Hope you all have a happy, healthy holiday. Shout out to that man, John Cena. Uh, thanks, Cena. Appreciate New York, that. New York's finest. Same to you, Cena. Again, <clears throat> shout out to Cena and Kate for all the AEW coverage they, they, they've been dropping this year. A, yeah, a welcome yeah. addition to the Post family. Shout out to that man, Cena and Kate, for sure. For sure. Hey, but, but going, going back to this, this CM Punk top, all the... Uh, yeah, let's... Victory, let's yeah, our, our victory lap aside, and then all, all the jokey joke stuff, bro. I never like. I, I mean, we we talked about it, and we like, you know, said that we assumed that it was going to happen because like it just seemed like the more um, when you talk about his options. I mean, of course, I'm, I'm pretty sure Impact would have you know jumped at that in yeah. a minute. But like when you talk yeah. about the talent and the the, the caliber of a wrestler that CM Punk is in terms of his popularity, you would assume the only logical option would be for him to go back to the biggest stage if he can't be on AEW, which is WWE. And <clears throat> dude, like, I'm, I'm not going to like, like, even though we talked about it and we was like, yeah, we, you know, we made comments about like how um, Spike can, can, can drive an mm-hmm. individual to do a lot of different things and stuff like that. But still, like, even then, bro, I, I never thought that I'd see the day where that man <laughs> popped back up in, in, in WWE. Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, so when, yeah. when the show was going, so just from watching, like, just, um, how Triple H has, like presents his shows, like even going back to like those black and gold NXT days. The the main thing that he will always do is like when the show, like whenever something big is about to happen, 
they would put the uh the graphic at the bottom like the, right. the, the pretend is if the show was going on so mm -hmm. when so when i saw that it was a part of me that was like uh, is, is, is it gonna happen or is it gonna fade to black and then next thing you know we hear that little that static and yeah chicago, chicago yeah. went off the rails man and dude like and, and even like it, 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 I, I like that we doing the podcast now because it's not um we're, we're able to like age <clears throat> this but what it was pumping back for like several weeks now on like mm -hmm. three different shows, four mm -hmm. different shows already. So yeah, we got yeah. to see like his uh he had the great stare down moment with Seth Rollins and I, I think it's like clear as day. I, I think we uh uh when we talked about that Ray, Nate, um and Chris when we was on I think it was last month or the month before when we talked about the idea of um like if he came back who would be like the ideal person to work with. And I think Seth Rollins was like the first person that yeah uh, a lot of us suggested because it just made sense. And like we was like that's probably gonna be like the night one main event the 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 to start uh, you, you know to be the precursor to the main event yeah. Cody versus Roman so I made mean, like dude and, and night two that was great yeah yeah <laughs> night, <laughs> night two and uh yeah but I, I think the the stare down with Rollins I think that was real effective like they got mm. it right out the gate and established mm. it right out the, like that like that's the that that that's that's the money program and then of course mm -hmm. you got Punk making his way into the Royal Rumble. He got to go on SmackDown and do his usual CM Punk thing, you know, uh, referencing the you can't be walking around uh, punching people backstage. Yes. Who, like, yes. who, who yeah. does that? It's 2023. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those and then making the, uh, of course, throwing out the the lines about Roman Reigns and stuff like that. Like, I I think so far it's been, they, I mean, it, I, I think we're still in that, uh, that honeymoon phase mm -hmm. uh, of CM Punk's run in WWE so far. But like, it's like, I, I don't think they could have done it like any better. Like, I think it's going smooth. And I was just, yeah. Um, I'm 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 excited to see where they go as they do because I know he's gonna be wrestling at the um the the holiday tour show that MSG mm -hmm. and they they're gonna be at the Kia Forum too, Chris. Um, on the thirtieth, right? Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be at the Kia Forum on the thirtieth, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's best to to save his televised wrestling debut to the Royal Rumble. Like people, they can wait yeah. four weeks yeah, to yeah. the Rumble, three weeks to the Rumble. You ain't gotta rush it. So yeah, right. man, they they on they on the road, man, and it's looking like. It's looking like Punk versus Rollins. Like, I, for real, for real, like, I, I'm curious to uh, get y'all thoughts about it. Like, I was going to go to Chingiri, Chingiri first. I pointed this way. She was pointing it here. Go to Chingiri first. Like, so I, I I was wondering, like, what you thought about this. So, of course, Punk's going to be in the Rumble. Person we got, only person that's qualified, I mean, that's uh, entered themselves so far as Cody. I, me personally, I, I don't think Punk needs to win the Rumble. I don't I don't think he needs that to get that to Seth. I think you could just save like that for the <laughs> Chamber. Like, yeah. Chingiri, as far as like, um, Punk's road to WrestleMania and like how exactly we get there, like just off the top of your head, like what, what would you think would be the best option? Would you look at it like a elimination chamber and then him him getting this kind of shot through that way? Would you have him win the Royal Rumble? Would you see that as a a bad thing? Or like is there any other routes that like pop up in your head just off the just off the river that you could think of? Well oh, yeah, yeah. also what what have you made of the whole return as well? Oh, first of all, I think it's crazy that you guys actually predicted that. And, like, that means that you guys actually called that, that entire thing. Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that he would actually return at Survivor Series and Seth Rollins would probably be his first feud. Uh, I think they are taking a very slow um, approach to the fight, which I'm very happy about. I'm definitely here for them, like, you know, not rushing it and all of that. Uh, Royal Rumble, I also don't think he needs to win it. CM Punk, that is. I don't think he needs to win the Royal Rumble. So he could be an entrant. And they could maybe set up the, 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 the fight somehow there, but like yeah. I don't think he needs to actually win it. And I do also agree that it is a good idea for them to actually hold off on his um, in-ring 
debut, I guess. Like te- te- television. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the broadcast, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I know. What yeah, you mean. yeah. So they can just hold off on that and just, you know, let it all cook. And just, we, we just see them have these face offs and it just gets very intense. So, mm. yeah, I, I think Elimination Chamber. I don't know. I think maybe Cody might be the one who's the star of that show. Mm. Um, but Punk definitely, I think at the Royal Rumble, that's where he might make his statement and be like, okay, um, fine then. Let, let's do this. Let's settle this at WrestleMania. And then they're going to start that build towards night one main event. <laughs> mm. hey, 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 Chris, I, I, I wanted to ask you too, like, what, what did you think about the, uh, the, the interaction? Uh, between CM Punk, I mean, yeah, CM Punk and Seth Rollins, and, and, and so I'm pretty sure you caught when Rollins did the whole thing that Hangman did, when he was like, mm-hmm. "I'm trying to defend this place from you," and, and like, just, it, 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 it's so crazy, like seeing the just, just the the contrast between those two, because obviously CM Punk when he did that, he did it with Hangman, did not know that was coming. Right. One, one, one would only assume that with this Rollins interaction, he obviously knew what Rollins yeah, was yeah. going to say wasn't like a thing <sighs> caught off guard. Like it, it, it's just crazy, like the dynamic between those two, because one of those was a, a four year ago in twenty twenty two, and where we are now with this same sort of verbiage that's being used between yeah. an individual that has that same sort that that is presenting that same sort of um, pressure and 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 like uh, just voicing his displeasure about Punk being there from Seth Rollins, but more so it's, it's from a character standpoint, but also Rollins is doing a good job of blending the reality because i generally can't tell if he likes cm punk or not I, I i think that he really doesn't like him but <laughs> he's just open to do business and he's conducted it in a professional manner i want to ask you of course about your thoughts about the whole return him coming back but also that uh interaction between him and seth rollins and rollins using the same similar verbiage that hangman page used that set it off and it right. blew it all up chris um yeah i thought that was a good promo like a lot of people hated his um debut promo when he uh was on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, 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 I didn't <clears throat> I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but I, I wasn't expecting any uh pipe bombs or anything like that. And I don't think we're gonna get any pipe bombs from um CM Punk because I don't I think the he he was an employee of AEW. I'm sure he got severance to leave, so I don't think we're getting any pipe bombs. Um, the because do you consider that promo he cut on uh SmackDown of like of, of similar vein? Do you think that was just like a little jokey joke type that like him mentioning, like you know, you can't be walking around punching people in the in the face backstage? Yeah. Like, do, do, do you consider that along those lines? Or you just consider that like just a little like not pipe bomb ass? Yeah, that was, was yeah, like that was a little acknowledgement of what happened. You almost kind of have to do that yeah. because, um. <laughs> Because even like, and I, 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 I think the WWE fans knew what he was talking about. I just don't think anybody. I, I just don't think people are necessarily amused by what happened in AEW. So they weren't gonna give it like more of a reaction than what they gave it. Um, I will say this: I think wrestling fans and res- wrestling pundits and people like that will always ask the wrong questions. Um, like uh, my man James Cornwell said in iRobot, um, now you're asking the right questions. This, the, the, the word need is such a funny word, especially when you're talking about wrestling, because theoretically, no, WWE doesn't need CM Punk, but they don't need 
any of the wrestlers that they got there, right? Um, it's a it's a machine. Um, whoever leaves will be get will be replaced by someone else. Um, same with AEW. Like if you're talking about the need for CM Punk, yeah, clearly AEW had more use for CM Punk, but you know, Punk exhausted his usefulness in AEW with with what he did to uh, Jungle Boy. So him going to WWE makes sense. Um, and I think these people like like Booker T, um, Rollins, Owens, all these people, these punk haters, they just miss they misread the room because there was no reality where CM Punk would become a free agent where WWE wasn't going to sign him. That's just the bottom line. Um, this is the wrestling business. Um, things get forgiven a lot easier in the wrestling business if you're a superstar than you are than if you're a regular person, right? WWE didn't need CM Punk, but CM Punk makes that program a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely, if it's three hours. Right, yeah. And when you're talking about like the bloodline stuff, to in my opinion. That stuff jumped the shark in LA this year. I don't think I don't think the uh, the bloodline stuff has been interested interesting since LA, and then they made it not interested when they had Cody lose, and mm-hmm. now they're they're trying to constantly rekindle that magic that they had with um Cody fighting at that at that uh WrestleMania and they just haven't gotten it back. What CM Punk does is he adds a lot more layers to the main event scene in WWE. So you could be a Booker T and say and say, oh, CM Punk is he ain't gonna be welcome back here. He's not useful and all this other stuff. Booker was dog walking them comments back. Yeah, of course he was I, I I think I saw uh I, I can't remember who who said I, I think it was Booker who uh, mm-hmm. who said this on his podcast. He said when Punk showed at the NXT deadline, Punk walked up to him. He was like he was like, "What's up, Flip Flopper?" Yeah, here's the thing. It's like CM Punk is an A lister. That's just the yeah. bottom line. Yeah. These people do not learn lessons in WWE in wrestling. Period. Like. Who who in in two thousand two or two thousand three, whenever it happened, who predicted that Hulk Hogan will be beating Triple H for the world title? <laughs> Nobody predicted that, right. except if you watch wrestling and you know how w, how WWE is with their superstars, they can do no wrong. They could do wrong and ostracize themselves for a few months, a few years, 10 years. But if there's an opening for them to come back, they're Mm. always going to come back. And these people that are saying online, I've seen, I think Solomonster, and I like Jason Solomon. He's a nice guy saying stuff like, oh, this is his last chance. Like, (laughs) get the fuck out (laughs) of here, man. (laughs) Like, what what proof? And this is to anybody in the chat or anybody. What proof do we have that this is CM Punk's last chance? Because mm-hmm. I don't see any proof of that. I, I see 
Because if you want to be real about it, he's on his third last chance. Yeah, it's if, a super you get real about it. Yeah, like how many for see for this to be any wrestler's last chance, you have to do something like really, really egregious. You got to be in jail. <laughs> and yeah, you got to be in jail. And even that, even then, it's kind of questionable, right? Like people were surprised that AEW. <laughs> hired rick flair i'm i wasn't surprised mm. by that because i know the the wrestling business is a grimy shady space mm. it just is and if you have any name cachet and there is and and they feel that there's a need for you you will always be back i don't give a fuck if every main eventer in wwe said oh we hate cm punk nick khan triple h mm-hmm. would be listen they're like okay I understand your point. Hey, CM Punk, how does three million a year sound? You know. This post wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister. And putting away more money for retirement, because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I think, Chris, because, you know, you brought up earlier the, the idea of, does the WWE need CM Punk, right? Right. So some people have been throwing that around the last few weeks. <laughs> And to me, it it is very reminiscent, Andrew, of when KD joined the Warriors. Right. Did the Warriors need Kevin Durant? No. Hell no. But he made but him better. It made him better. Same <laughs> right. thing here with Phil. Like, WWE was already on an upswing. They were already on a good trajectory. But then you take this guy who, whether the locker room likes him or not, whether the announcers like him or not, whether the people in the boardroom like him or not, it doesn't matter. He is a difference maker. And there are so few difference makers in the entertainment space. Like, I'm even taking this outside of the context of wrestling. Like, it's there is a reason that stars get away with a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's it's only been recently, I think, that stars have been starting to get checked on some of this behavior. Right. And so when you got a guy like Phil Brooks, again, Andrew, going back to that conversation we had in September, if I am the WWE, I get a guy that brings me ratings in a crucial time when I'm negotiating TV deals and I'm trying to get all these contracts signed. I know I, he might not be say, the best for my locker room, but he might he just, be the best for business, as Paul would like to say. I'm about to say, just to add into your point before you continue, I'm like, just genuine excitement, bro, amongst mm-hmm. your yeah. television. Like, that, he brings excitement. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, mean, I, I, I look at it like this, bro. Like, they... they I mean, I, I know it's a lot of people that's not like the biggest fans of punk, and I ain't like no, um, no, no stand up for CM Punk guy. But like, it, yeah. it, 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 it's, it's like people be acting like this motherfucker committed like some heinous crime, but he right. punched somebody in the face, bro. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, yeah. again, you, you, you can't just be like, we, like, we've literally talked about this to the point, like, where it makes me nauseous, bro. Like, we have discussed this at length. You can't just be walking around punching motherfuckers in the face because you're not at work. You can't do that. But, <laughs> at the, but bro, like, but I acted like this is like some like God awful thing. But do you know how many people, anybody in this world, and people that you looked at, people that you worked at, Draymond Green going back to the Warriors, Andrew punches people at work, chokes people at work, steps on people at work. Draymond Green choked Rudy Gobert for no reason. He just punched Yusuf Nurkic in the face for no. He 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 karate slapped him in the face for no. He just did it because he wasn't doing. You know yeah, what I'm spinning black but, fist. But, but, but look at that. Hey, shout out to your A to Dave Ray, man. Spinning black fist. <laughs> look at that. You see that plug to your A? I saw that. Peep that. Peep that. But no, nah, man. Like, like again, we we again. Like I said we talked about it like at nauseum, bro. Like punk. The, like the worst thing he did punch somebody in the face and again you can't just be doing stuff like that right. like I, like the, the thing i just don't like is that people just be blowing this thing up and like acting like it is like the worst thing in human history i'm like dog like can, can we like be for real the worst thing in wrestling history andrew like can, right. can, can we can we like just be and and, and the, going back to the wwe aspect look we, we've talked about this as well wwe doesn't need cm punk but you can always use somebody who brings mm-hmm. that like i said that genuine excitement to your program and like i'm looking at it we got He's only been here for three weeks, or, right? Or, or two, or two weeks, or three weeks. We got this whole road going on. We got the the the, the road to um, what's the name? The Royal Rumble coming up on the on the on the twenty seventh. And I had mm-hmm. saw T Anthony in the comment section. I, I I don't know if you could find his comment. His, his comment probably long gone by now. But he mm-hmm. thought, I think he said something about uh, like Cody winning the Rumble or, or something along those lines. Oh, you and said uh, like, Cody winning the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, Cody winning the Elimination yeah. Chamber. I, I think Shingiri has said like some similar along those lines like you yeah. know, think uh punk needed to win the rumble and stuff like that like when i'm thinking about it i don't i don't really think punk me like if i honestly i, I would have if, if you're just looking for an easy way to get punk to rollins for mania i mm-hmm. think elimination chamber might be your like just the easiest right. bet or, or, yeah. or, or like i i mean but i think also i mean i'm pretty sure they could come up with some creative or something like the the i'm gonna say Andrew, with something there. like this that has like those edges of what's what are their real feelings about each other? Like you could just talk your way into this fight. Yes, that, that, that's what I'm saying. But like, and this, this is what I was, uh, me and Chris were just talking about. Like, I, I genuinely can't tell if Rollins likes CO Punk or not. I, I, I genuinely do not think he like. If I if you had to like ask me, do I think he like genuinely from a human perspective like Punk? I would say he doesn't. But yeah. I think that Rollins is professional enough to realize that this is his shot. And getting this this mania main event that he's been talking about for right. like, years on podcast. I'm talking about dude. I've heard so many Seth Rollins interviews and covered so many Seth Rollins interviews where he's talked about I've always wanted a WrestleMania main event because he said he the one at 31 when he cashed in. He said that wasn't his. He don't right. count that. Right. He cashed in and he got the he, he was on top at the end, but that wasn't his match. He wasn't build the main event. So he said yeah. that he's always wanted it, and mm-hmm. this is his shot. This is his, yeah. but this is your chance to get that that main event spot that you're yearning. So I think that Rollins yeah. is smart enough and aware enough to be like, let's do business and let's see how I rock. And, and on Kevin Owens' front, like, I, I think it's well known at this point that Kevin Owens is like really close with uh, Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Mm. And I remember even after the um, the All Out press conference, uh, Owens had posted that picture of him main event WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin as like a little, mm-hmm. little, 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 little dig at Punk. And, and again, I think with Owens, the same thing they had, they stayed down on SmackDown. But I, I just think that, um, I'm, I'm I'm definitely about to say uh, WWE is a more because I'm I'm not fucking there so I don't know like I, <laughs> it, it it just seems like the um 
people are just more willing to let bygones be bygones mm-hmm. for the sake of entertaining television. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think that's the best way that I could <clears throat> say that. Like, right. like in the bag, because like because we, like, we, we've heard these stories and like we've seen people talk about it about like um the elite, like because I, I I think that a lot of people wanted and including myself, I wanted to see it too. Was that one day eventually, even when Punk was on Collision this past summer, that it would eventually lead to him and the elite being on screen together. And I think that shit would have been money right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the story that you could have told between these two, between these multiple individuals, these different parties, and you throw FTR in the mix as well, that yeah. had this serious issue that led to these individuals getting suspended and fined and, you know, genuinely disliking each other. I think the television that you could have told could have been some like the most compelling stuff that you did. But of course, they pan out that way. Like, you know, you've seen the reports, but like, I don't think anybody has like spoken on the formally, you know, the same reports about the elite, not necessarily one to, you know, dig into that and not being the biggest fans of CM Punk. You know, understandably, you know, some people don't take too kindly to the, you know, the physical, you know, the scuffles, man. Some people ain't too big on that. So I definitely get that. But you know what, Andrew? I, I understand your point. Like some people don't take too kindly to the fisticuffs and the physical alter- yeah, the altercation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is somebody who is all about the fisticuffs, man. Uh, <laughs> this brother came up on the, I don't, I don't even know where he's from. I was going to say like on the mean streets of Philly, but he ain't even from Philly. He probably from like Raleigh somewhere. Uh, but y'all know this man. He's been on the show for, for a little minute now this year. Uh, so we had to bring him back for the Christmas kickback, the Kwanzaa kickback, the holiday hangout. Y'all know him, y'all love him. He is one half of the spinning black fist crew. And oh he's my on goodness. day he's on day nine of that 10 day contract. Y'all ten give it up for 10 day ray in the building. Hey, oh up, new scoop. New, new scoop. What's up, Ray? It, what's up, Ray? It, my girl up there, what's going on? It's, it's like the black <laughs> Brady bunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, but yeah, for those like we said earlier in the pot in the program, Ray, uh, you and Chinieri just finished recording your first episode of the Spinning Black Fist podcast today. So uh, we we excited for that to drop uh, Christmas Day for the people. But uh, I'm sure you heard backstage we were <coughs> just in the middle uh, talking about the Muffin Man coming back, mm-hmm. coming back home, if you will. Uh, so what are your thoughts? Uh, you know. From his reappearance in Survivor Series to what we were just talking about with Andrew and Chris, uh, like the the kind of discussion around CM Punk. Uh, do you think this is something that's going to work? Do you think uh, we are headed towards Seth and, and uh, Phil? Night one, main event, WrestleMania. Uh, what, what, what you think about this, Ray? The real main event. The people's main event. The people's main event. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad. I'm glad to see you guys. Hope you all of you guys are doing well. Uh, Chi Chi, I just saw you earlier, so it's good to see you again. Um, shout out! Yeah, <laughs> shout out. So, um, I heard you, Doctor Doctor Chris, mm-hmm. and, and you were talking about you don't know why people are thinking that this is his last chance. I think it's not necessarily his last chance forever, but I think it. I think I am in the boat that it is his last chance as far as being in his prime in a money-making position because mm. there's only, like, so much, like, so many companies, like, you're already kind of 
not blackballed yeah. or blacklisted, but you're kind of like persona non grata in AEW right now, which is mm. the next <clears throat> best competition. And I think that this will last, and I think we will see Seth and Punk at WrestleMania. The only question is, how much longer is it going to be after that day he's going to be in the company, and oh. is he going to do something else? Because you guys, you guys are mentioning that fist fight at All In, but as has been documented on this program, there have been, like um, my guy Charlie Murphy likes to say, he is a <laughs> habitual line. Well, let me ask you this. Let me, let me ask you this. And, and this is not just for you, Ray, but this is for everybody. You, are you trying to tell, let's not even go, he, he signed a three-year contract. I think that's been mm-hmm. confirmed. You're telling me, like, not let's not even go three years. If in he ain't gonna last three years, years Chris. <laughs> we, we can go. We, let's by by next year, he's got a built-in main event storyline in AEW waiting for him. Mm. If he messes up in WWE, I don't think he'll mess up in WWE right away. I'm not saying he he'll mess up at all, but if he does mess up, I do think it'll be a year or two down the line. I do think the wrestling industry is a forgiving industry. If he's wrestling with one hip, like Roddy Piper or Hulk Hogan. Yo, hold on, Chris. Time out, time out. Shout shout out to this comment, Nate. Read that, read that. Yo, waiting. (laughs) We need some NWA podcast t-shirts. One for night one and one for night two. Underdog, put that on the t-shirt. You you want to know what's hilarious? When I I was talking to... uh, I was I was talking to John. And he he had brought that up about the the debate me and Chris was having about and, and, and about the night one main event. He I think he actually said something like along those lines about like a t shirt or something like that. It's like a little joke. Night one and night two NWA t shirts. Yeah, and, and and I'll go I'll go one better for you. I wouldn't be surprised if if CM Punk was main event night two this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Closing that shit. I wouldn't be surprised. Nothing surprises me. Over Bro, it, it, it's, it's, it's no way that they nothing over surprises me. I think <laughs> this is what I think is going to happen this year. Mm-hmm. I think I do think that um, Cody and um, Roman will main event night two if The Rock is nowhere to be found. But I do think what's going to be paid close attention to is which night sells out fastest or sells more tickets. Mm. I do think that's going to be paid attention to. And if CM Punk is part of the night that sells more tickets, I think we'll be seeing a lot more of CM Punk. See, people have it twisted when it comes to the wrestling industry. People think that CM Punk has zero negotiating power in this situation. That is not true because at the end of the day, he is a superstar. I don't think Nick Khan and AAA, I don't think he's going to be able to run amok like he did in AEW but no. I know that's, that Triple H is smart enough to know that he's not going to get anywhere with CM Punk by offering him chicken scraps or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He's going to come to the table with a reasonable proposal for him. And plan about ideas. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He's not, like not going to be like, oh, CM Punk, since you, since you did what you did 13 years ago, you're going <laughs> to... Uh, be main eventing our truth in the pre-show. <laughs> That's not going to happen. You know, he's going to get something he could sink his teeth into 
and that he's gonna Should he get it right now. Whether he, <laughs> yeah. There's whether like, he when, when, I, when I'm thinking about it, like um even past ref, like we we had, I know uh you had just brought up like what what it could be like <laughs> a year from now. I'm thinking about it like I, honestly, bro, like I'm when I do think they'll go Rollins at Punk at uh, at Mania and that'll be the night one main event. Like I'm not putting that title on Punk. Nah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, not, I'm, not, I'm not putting the title because I, I just don't see. Can't trust him. No, no, it's not even I don't trust. I just don't see the point in it. I think that, like, my, my thing is, I'm looking at it. Just, I'm talking about just strictly like wrestling based. I think that they have been positioning Gunther as the next mm. person to take the strap, and he's been like, this dude is been like so fucking dominantly and so perfectly to the point like where it's it's starting to feel like he's outgrowing the Intercontinental Title. Right, like, and and yeah. and that and that in a negative way, he's made it of like a very. I mean, any kind of title always been preceded to it to an extent in terms of the lineage and all that stuff. But it's always, it's always better when you have a champion that's very well booked, and then at that on top of that, but they can just fucking go in the ring and Gunther is like he checks all the boxes in that in that aspect. So I always have been looking at it as Gunther is the person that's going to take the title from Seth at some point. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know when. I, I would like I'm if I had to guess, he, probably that um. That, that that bash at the Berlin show in, in mm-hmm. late August, like maybe you want to go that route, like maybe mm-hmm. you want to hold off that long. I can see that happening, but like as far as, far as punk goes, but I, I don't think that you need a CM Punk World Championship run right now or in the next few months. I don't think you need that because like it. it but it, but it, I mean, it, what what but, but, Gunther but, beats um CM Punk for the for the title? I like I don't see how you go I mean, wrong with either situation. Yeah, I, I mean, see, I, I mm. can see that because, like, the, the thing is, I, and I'll say this too, I, I've always been of the thought that not every title reign needs to be this long ass, drawn out, year long reign. Like, right. things can be short. It can be four months, five months, and then you can just pack it up and wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? And, and move on to the next yeah. thing. But, but the way I'm looking at it is, I, I would prefer if Gunther just stay on the fast track and it just be him and Rollins and him mm. be the one to throw Rollins and then. Punk, punk, punk versus Rollins coming out of that. Rollins retains, and then going into the summer, that's how we eventually get Punk versus Roman. Because I think that's the that's mm. the big summer program that they're going to eventually lean into. I and I, I don't know how they get there with Roman being on SmackDown. I think they'll find like some type of clever way to to, to eventually wrap that around. But that's all dependent on if that man Roman is going to lose the Cody or not. But it's, it's 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 all like very interesting to talk about. But just strictly and talking about speaking of interesting nephew, like, like I think that's a good question right there from uh, Gordon. Like, do you think bro, this, punk, this is the, punk coming the, back messed up Priest? Priest bro, bad. This, this is bro. Even even with Priest, like I I I don't know, but I just kind of got the feeling that they just kind of just taking it week by week mm-hmm. with Priest. Like Ray, Ray and Shinyuri, I'm I'm curious to know y'all th- to hear y'all thoughts about it. Like with, with Priest, I mean I I just don't see. A a a a a Monday Night Raw broadcast where Priest is the world champion right now, and like people give a shit. Like I think people, I think people would care about the cash in, and then like the like the the weeks following it would just be like, okay, who's taking the title off this guy? Ranch I'm I'm curious about y'all thoughts about like Damian Priest and like your your interest level in him actually being world champion right now when you got these main event caliber like you know these big name talents in the main event scene and of course <laughs> it, it looks like all eyes gunning towards punk versus Rollins. like what, what is y'all interest in a damian priest world title run right now ladies <laughs> first um <laughs> i think on my end right 
like you were saying just now with regards to like not every champion needs to have like a long drawn uh like you know rain and yeah, all of that yeah. i think priest might become one of those transitional champions mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he just has the title for like a short bit and then someone takes it off of him and i'm not sure when exactly he could cash in but i don't think the rollins and um punk feud actually needs that title in the hay Especially because, you know, I've been kind of ready for Rollins to drop the title for a while. I've been like, mm-hmm. okay, you know. So if he does drop it to somebody else, then him and Punk can do their thing. And then the title's free, basically, with right. someone else. But I think eventually Gunter is going to get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And okay. I, 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 I think... And then on top of that, before you go, Chris, Damian Priest, he only has till July to do True. this cash in. Cause mm-hmm. he, he won the he what he, he what, when was uh money was money in the bank was that was early July this year right mm-hmm. money in the bank in London mm-hmm. that was early July yeah. so he only has until July to get this done you got the what, what we got we got the um we got elimination you got the Rumble elimination chamber you got the the Paris France okay. premium live event yep backlash like you just said the Paris France premium live event what, what, what's after that bro what you got you know what I'm saying you, you got SummerSlam mm-hmm. you know Bash of the Berlin mm-hmm. ba- ba- you know what I'm saying like I, I'm I'm just curious <clears throat> to see like where a Damian Priest like cash in title run fits into this because it's like it's like oh, mm-hmm. when, when you when you throw somebody like you know like Punk into the into the mix and then you already got your players mixed in like with a Gunther and with other players that could potentially rise up to the top it's kind of like you know what I'm saying like I, I'm just curious to see like where they actually like how, how priest fits into this dynamic because that's at some yeah. point you you would want because yeah. like bro, these cash ins like it, it's like just over the past like several years like i, I can't like who, who's the last person to do an austin theory this motherfucker cash in on the united states title <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know what I i'm think, saying like you, yeah you're good chris thank you chris yeah i think with with uh damien i think damien priest is gonna be fine i think everybody who's in their spot in ae in wwe is going to be fine it is just that they have somebody who has skipped out over all of them in the line. It just is what it is. It's not, I don't think it's a knock on them. I think if all of them are smart enough to know that, you know, I mean, CM Punk is a level of superstar that rivals a Mm. Roman Reigns. None of the rest of them in WWE does that, you know? And if you if you if you go on Twitter this week and you see who's arguing, there is a real legitimate argument argument over Roman Reigns or CM Punk being the bigger star in that company, you know. So knowing this, you can still get to hit all the beats you want to hit if you want Damian Priest to win the win the um whatever title. Yeah, 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 by July, he can still do that. Gunther could still get a title reign. But right now, you have to go with the hot program. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you and, and this is and this is why I think wrestling works best when you are creative on the fly. When you when you're able to be like, okay, we have CM Punk now. This these are how plans have to change to accommodate this guy being in the company, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a similar situation where um, for um, all of the late eighties, a million dollar man was the number one bad guy in um, WWE. He was either number one or number two. When Ric Flair comes to WWE, 
million dollar man can't be that anymore. Right. You know, it just is what it is. And this is how it is with um with uh, CM Punk. You know, I know you you like Gunther, Kevin Owens, all these Damian Priest, none of these people Sammy Zayn. Sammy Zayn, none of these yeah. people are as big of a name as Main CM event, Punk. Jay Uso. Jay Uso, none and, of these and, people. And, and and the thing is, Chris, like what you're saying, I, I don't I don't even think that's like um a slight to these like, it's it's all these individuals yeah, that you no. name and they are big yeah. name talents in their own categories. Like they right. all have their own particular fan bases and they right. all are big level names. But like when you it, it's difficult when you got somebody coming in. Like, dude, I, I honestly like it is it, and this is a conversation I think we're gonna get to later because like it's like a lot of um <clears throat> a, a, a lot of swirls, man, and a lot of uh Rumors, if you will, about like where Mercedes Monet's future destination. Mm, right, yeah. I, I, I think we'll get into that, and I, I think it's like this is that that could be some of similar vein because I think that if she <laughs> were to come back, I think she's jumping the line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah she's she jumping the line immediately, especially because they got all that equity built up in her yeah. for like 12 years with Sasha Banks. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like she, yeah. But 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 what you were saying, like these individuals that you naming, like I, but like you you making it like Jay Uso, uh, Drew McIntyre, Sammy. Priest, Gunther, like, dude, you, you can name about four or five more people. All these individuals could be world heavyweight champions at mm-hmm. any point. But, like, when you got this high program, dude, you you, you just, you kind of got to stay stay on the course. And just, mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and see, another see thing, Andrew, uh, is they're going to need all of those guys uh, right. once yeah. we get past WrestleMania because ostensibly, if Cody beats Roman, Cody's moving to the other show. Yeah, Cody's And so you're going to have yeah. a vacuum where we need another guy to elevate and you got a good group of guys to pick from mm-hmm. yeah that and, and that, 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 i think that's always one of the best problems to have like when you mm-hmm. have like um too much yeah. talent. yes yeah to, you right. have too much talent like even like and it, this, this ain't got nothing to do with WWE, but i was uh talking about this on uh the dynamite like when i'm looking at AEW's women's division bro they have like such a great young core of like women who are like mm-hmm. on the up and up at like the same time, you know what I'm saying? They starting to garner that fanfare. Like, I mean, yeah. Tony Storm was already established in a sense, but with this new character, she's on the up and up. You got Julia Hart making her name. Mm-hmm. You starting to see Abaddon get more. They done finally took Abaddon off the Halloween schedule. Yes. She's doing different shows now. <laughs> right. Abaddon is off Halloween schedule. She Let my girl work year round. Yeah. They got to work a year <clears throat> round. Mm-hmm. Full time Abaddon. You see, right. You know what I'm saying? Now we just need more than yeah. one women's match on Dynamite. You can do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Bro, like it, Chris, Chris, I think Chris Statlander been hitting her stride. Like she, Willow. Chris Statlander, Chris Statlander yeah. been Willow Nightingale, bro. And mm-hmm. you know, we we, we but, talk about this later. That sister Athena, which yes. she's doing the Ring of Honor. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead, Chris. But ahead. if Mercedes goes to <laughs> AEW. <laughs> Those people are going behind a. All of them are going behind uh, Mercedes. You know, yeah. it, it, this is this is just the nature of the beast. There's no point so in getting getting mad at these people for being main eventers and stuff. CM Punk is going to have a chance to to feud with all of those guys, and sometimes he'll win those matches, and sometimes he'll lose those matches. You know, I don't think it's got to be a situation where. Um, L.A. Knight's got to worry about his spot or, you know, any of these other people have to worry about their spot. If you're that worried about your spot, when your contract is up, there's an AEW for you to go to. You know, it's this is this is this is how the free market works, you know, and it's it's wrestling ain't fair. Life ain't fair. You know? 
It's 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 it Man, just is is a place for funnel cakes and 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 fried. Uh, yeah, exactly. And ain't nothing else yeah. about life except for that. Yeah, exactly. If you're looking, if you're looking for the wrestling <laughs> business to be fair then you you gotta watch something else man mm-hmm. i mean it's 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 just not fair cm punk can be and i'm not even arguing with people saying oh cm punk is a hypocrite and this and that he's yeah. also a hypocrite that moves merchandise and draws ratings and <laughs> hey, hey nate you know, leave yeah. that comment up for man one song he said john baba made the flip from jumbo to scooter to masai with no long-term build and read the crowd and turn around business for all Japan. Uh, everything doesn't need long term booking. You right. right. Sometimes yeah, exactly. you got to go with the high hand. Right. Go with yeah, the high exactly. hand, bro. Right now, yeah. And honestly, like just going like piggybacking off of that, like transitioning over that to AEW, it's kind of the same thing that I was saying about Tony Storm. So she's like having this like this this brand new character, bro. And you can see the crowd is like really feeling it. And it's like you you know you, you can see the momentum getting behind it. There's something fresh and there's something new. Like I know a lot of people was kind of like feeling that, you know, Sheeta's title reign probably should have been a little longer. But like when you have these situations and these these individuals when they on the up and up, sometimes yeah. you got to make those choices when you got to go with the high hand and just see where right. it takes you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and then on top of that, everything don't need to be these long. Like we just said, everything don't need to be these long drawn out title reigns. Even though you don't want to be flip flopping your title, but then you right. you have it's these instances. Yeah. You it's, have these it's, it's, instances where you know you have these individuals who are on the up and up, so you kind of gotta take your shot and see and see what happens. Yeah, I agree with you, Andrew. I think there's got to be a balance of where, like, when a storyline has ran its course, you mm-hmm. allow things to kind of move on, man. Like with the bloodline stuff in WWE, I will maintain this until I see proof otherwise. <laughs> the point to have cre- this thing crescendoed was. Cody fighting uh dude at WrestleMania. That was it. Now you've done this thing. I do not understand Jimmy Uso's existence. I don't. <laughs> Someone please explain it to me. He is the man that turned on Roman Reigns. Jay didn't do that. It was yeah. Jimmy Uso who did that. He kicked him in the face first, and then Jay followed suit. And then and he, he turns on brother. Jay a week later. <laughs> And now he's crybabying about Friday night about not being picked to be a tribal chief. Yeah, you kicked the motherfucker in the face. Why do you need to be? Why do you deserve to be tribal chief after you kicked the 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 current tribal chief in the face? And you're you're telling me this a peaceful transition of power, Chris? Right. But yeah, exactly. (laughs) This this bloodline stuff is dumb now. And CM Punk, and it was so great. Yeah, and CM Punk makes it not as dumb. Just being in the mix, <laughs> just pretending that he might fight Roman Reigns at WrestleMania makes that bloodline story makes every storyline that he is surrounded with that much interesting, that much more interesting. Because Jimmy Uso ain't it. And it's no. not any fault of Jimmy, no. Jimmy Uso's. He just, no. he's not interesting right now. Like, he no. could have been. I, I'm going to be real, Chris. I knew it was over for Jimmy when Jay went to Raw and and and, and they, they remixed the theme song. It's just me, yeah. Oos. Like, man, he, he took your song. He took everything. It's like, hey, it's hey, like hey, back Nate, in WCW that, that, when Nate, Nate, that's, that song right hard as hell, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just me. 
And, and it's like when 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 Booker T lost to Ahmed Johnson and he couldn't be called Booker T anymore. Yeah, they, that's they like got, when, that's what they did to Jimmy Uso, Chris. Right. Yeah, they got into a, a fight over the letter T. Yes. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Uso is a is a like WWE is a hot company right now, but I do think they were endangered of being stale again. Because like, like Chris, uh, if yeah. they announced Jimmy and Jay for Mania, are you interested at all in that match? Oh uh, yeah, I think it's a fine oh, like. That's I think it's, yeah, I think yeah. it's fine. It's just it's not like it, it's it shouldn't be. Jimmy's got to lose that thing in like less than 10 minutes it shouldn't be a long match it should be and i think part of the reason this is this is conjecture so i don't know it for a fact but i do think that if um if uh jimmy has another one of his like uh driving mishaps it's much easier Mm. to let him go if he's not a part of a story don't do that chris i'm i'm just saying (laughs) I'm just saying, like, look, it's it's it's, it's not a far fetched thing. How many? How many? Guess how many DUIs I've ever had? Zero. Okay. Mm. Mm. No, 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 don't wish that on that man. No, I'm not no. wishing anything. I'm saying, what? I'm look, man. I, I'm I'm not I'm not I don't get paid to bullshit people. <laughs> I get paid to call things. I look at probabilities. I look at mm. trends, and I make educated guesses on that. I think that Jimmy Uso has learned his lesson. Mm-hmm. However, if he hasn't, Jay is the hot hand. You know, it just mm-hmm. is what it is. I mean, you, I mean, we we could have we could have went a different. You could have just said he just hope he gets. No, I could have did that, but like I don't that. do that. No, shit. no, I'm, I'm no, just, no, no, bro. But like, like yeah. that, I, I think that's like a whole like we 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 talking about a, a wrestling program between these two individuals, and it's like transitioned over to this dude like DUI situations you know what i'm saying like i'm like you know what i mean like i talk, i like i got look man it's we're, we're talking about cm punks and his like biting fiascos and stuff <laughs> sometimes real life crosses over into what the way storylines are positioned man this nigga cm punk is failing up he mm. just punched the dude <laughs> punched the dude in aew he said, threatened his boss's life but let <laughs> yeah and then he and he's and he's main eventing wwe wrestlemania this year like night one yeah yeah like look it's 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 way more than i thought he was gonna do (laughs) so i like i said if i'm not trying to like be like a a debbie downer or anything like that but i do have to look at all the moving pieces to Mm. this puzzle i don't think i'm doing any i don't think i'm um being real if i'm not looking at all the moving pieces to this and jimmy uso I'm trying to make sense of why this guy is in such a dumb position because mm. it makes no sense to me. So I have to look outside the box to, to understand it. You know, I, I, when, when I'm just like thinking about it, I guess trying to look at it from their perspective, I think they just trying to find a roundabout way to eventually get to Jay versus Jimmy. And like there, there has been times and I think over the last several months, like on WWE TV, when Jimmy has gotten involved in like Jay's tag title matches, cost them right. shit, you know what I'm saying? Like just getting involved all in the business <laughs> when they on different brands. So I right. mean I, I think I, I think they just like dragging it like to you know eventually get to this point. You know, I think they're gonna have some type of meeting at the rumble that'll be people's like lore oh go. Yeah like in said, like uh, an in match like thing. He, 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 like, he said not not gonna lie, Jimmy New song kind of slapped. 
That's cool. Yeah, that's a decent song. I, ain't, I, I like I like Jay's more. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like, he ain't better than Jay's though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jimmy's Jimmy's song is okay. I I, yeah, I, I, I agree. It's okay. It's okay song, but like, <laughs> yeah. but like, I, I think we'll get to the Rumble. They'll have some type of like in ring face off that'll be like the little tease, and th- that'll be like obviously the the, the setup to we'll we'll get to in, what several months from that point to the WrestleMania match. I think Jay will probably win it, and then that'll be. But the, the thing is, I'm curious to like where is, where do they go after that? Because I always like when it comes to tag teams, like even when they initially split up, I, I, I've never been the biggest fan of just splitting these like established tag teams up. I right. don't never have an issue with it being like these makeshift tag teams. Right. Like, they don't never they don't necessarily tend to last anyway. But when you got like these long tenured tag teams that have been together for a decade and yeah. they've like created all this history together, it's kind of like. You're so used to seeing these individuals together, and Jay's finding his own success. And like, I'm, I'm really liking Jay as a single tile, like the whole main event Jay Uso thing. They building them up as a top contender mm-hmm. on Raw. I'm cool with that, and I, I, I mess with that. But like, I'm, I'm just curious as to like where does, because it, 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 this seems like, I, I, like just looking at it from where we are right now, it seems like there's a direction for Jay, or there will be a direction for Jay post WrestleMania. But I just don't really see like a, a good direction. For, for Jimmy post WrestleMania, I think he'll be one of those people that probably be like one of those post WrestleMania uh, hiatuses, if, if, if you will. Yeah. But 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 yeah, I mean, they were just looking at that few, like again, going back to even the, the SummerSlam thing, I, I didn't understand why they turned on him. But I mean, at, like as we get closer, you know, it's, it's the clearest day we we had in the Jimmy versus Jay at Mania, and they just trying to postpone yeah. that as much as possible and do that through the bloodline. So there we go. But yeah, we, we I, Nate, Nate, brother Nate, we we just spent the hour. On CM Punk, man, as usual though. That ain't y'all know, y'all know we was gonna have muffins at the at the Kwanzaa kickback. So we hope y'all enjoyed the first <laughs> course. Uh, <laughs> if you like, if you got any questions, add it to the super chat or whatever. But yep. Nate, let, 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 let me kick this over to the brother Ray. Uh oh, and assistant Chenyere too as well. This this past weekend, main event, Ring of Honor final battle, mm. Athena. Sophia Billy Starks to retain the ROH Women's World Championship. 365 days, brother Nate, as Women's World Champion. We had talked about this on a previous episode. We talked yep. about the idea of maybe Athena dropping the title and moving on to AEW television. She said it herself that she would like to move to AEW television. Why can't she move to AEW television as Ring of Honor Women's World Champion? I know Tony Khan has said, well, you know, we, he, he likes to say it's a possibility that it can happen. I'm like, Tony, you have the book, brother. <laughs> right, you, right. You had the book. You can make this happen. It, this, this is a difficult yeah. thing. But like, but like, uh, Ray, I'm gonna kick it over to you first, and then I'm gonna go. Want to ask you too, Chingray? Like Athena's Women's World Championship reign. Like when, when y'all looking at this, like when you know, we had just mentioned it. Do, do y'all kind of do, do you think it might be best for her to just let her keep just dominating where she is on Ring of Honor and? Because, oh, like, I, I think a lot of people do want to see Athena transition over to that AEW television spot, but also I, I understand the other side of it where there might be some some hesitancy to the sense of, like, maybe she'll get lost in the shuffle where she was prior to this reign as Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Like, will anything change if she were to move over, or do you think it's just best for all parties involved and best for Athena if she just continues this dominant streak within Ring of Honor and then, you know, you have the occasional... Um, you know, Ring of Honor World Women's Championship defenses on Rampage or Collision or a Dynamite. Like, what, what, what are y'all thinking about that? Well, I think we had a similar discussion on this very program when it was Willow versus uh, Athena mm-hmm. for the World Championship. And and yeah. I think I'm going to stand by on what I thought. I thought she should have lost the belt then because mm-hmm. I think that 
I mean, it wasn't much else you could have done with her. And I do like the storyline that they were playing out with with Billy Starks as far as yeah, being great, the bro. minion in training. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of like it was a good storyline beat and it was something to latch on to. And it was something that was semi-long-term or like at least kind of stretched out to where people were invested in. But mm-hmm. I, I just feel like right now, what else can you do with her? And I, I think it would have been good, even though, like you were mentioning before, Andrew, that maybe that world championship picture is pretty overcrowded. That that uh, TBS championship picture is is kind of mm. right there for the taking. And that's I, what I, I was saying. Say everybody, everybody ran to your point. He just introduced that ROH Women's World TV title, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I was saying already she already she has yeah. this fire, she has kind of like this momentum. Like it won't hurt for her to lose. And then it was to somebody who at the time with Willow, she had some backing and she had some momentum behind her as well. I think it would have been a better fit for Willow. And then you mm. guys were kind of mentioning how Willow needed to be a big fish in a bigger pond. What are they doing with her now? Like what with having her sidekick with Sky Blue? Like <laughs> yeah. it's like and Chris Tatlander is like you're not you're not doing anything with Willow now. So I think right. it would have made sense. Willow stayed in Ring of Honor. She would have been dominating in that sense. Have Athena come over. She would have been a great fit within that TBS uh, championship division, and I think the last time they had, I think last time they had Athena on an AEW uh, pay per view was All Out last year, right in September. Mm. And it's like if mm. you got if you got her, then use her and and, and try to, to push her as much as possible, especially with the momentum that she had. So mm. as far as now, I mean, I'm. Unless, and again, another thing that we did mention, if you're going to have Ronda, because we haven't heard about Ronda <laughs> since, um, mm-hmm. since what was that? Since that uh, pay-per-view? Yeah. Or, yeah. Or since that Ring of Honor TV? Yeah, when they, uh, when they had the Ring of Honor taping. Yeah. yeah I, I think Ronda was uh, just... Yeah, I think Ronda was just playing games with Nick. The one and done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even think she was playing I think that was most of a thing. Like, hey, we in L.A., so, right. You know, I, like, think, you, I think we, she, if well. she does go back to WWE, she's getting um, a lot more money after <laughs> appearing on ROH than she would have. You, 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 you want to know the crazy thing about that, bro? I yeah. really don't see the appeal for Ronda Rousey right now, bro. Wrestling. I, I, I don't. Like, I, it's I don't never me, but I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see the attraction for Ronda Rousey in pro wrestling right now. Because in WWE, she lost so much of that luster that she had. Mm-hmm. And it, it was gone. And, and even in Ring of Honor, like, she she, she got the chance, like, the, the we want Ronda and no we don't chance. And, like, that's that's cool and all. Yeah. It's like, the, the no we don't, don't chance means something. They do. In mm-hmm. AEW. That's a, that's a, again, WWE will sign her just so she doesn't go to AEW. Because those we want Ronda no, we don't chance do mean something. The no, we don't chance need that people will pay to see her possibly get beat up, mm-hmm. you know? 
Ronda's a valuable asset. You like I, I yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of hers as a like because I some of the antics she does I'm not a fan of, but. Mm. She d- d- in AEW. She, 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 she's a big, she's a big name. Like all, all jokes yeah. aside, she's a big. I don't, I'm just fucking. But like, the, like yeah. even to give her her credit, I, I will say this: I don't think that that WrestleMania main event happens with Becky and like I don't think that happens unless yeah. Ronda Rousey's there. That doesn't yeah. happen. Right? Yeah, it doesn't. Like, like, that, that's like just if straight yeah, honest it, fact, that doesn't happen. Yeah, like if if Jimmy Uso were to ever be fired by WWE. He'd be in AEW. I'm just saying. I got nothing against. I'm just telling you the, the how the wrestling business works. Well, you just there's waiting no, for that other shoe to drop. Yeah, there's, there's no. You got two strikes, Jimmy. There's no. There's no failure in in wrestling. There's no failure if they if the company if a company feels they can get use out of you. You know, mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Whether like, and that's and that's why I don't think certain people get in get in trouble the way because res- wrestling fans sometimes think too logically. They'll think, oh, um, this person, look at what he's done. He'll never be back in in this company, or he'll never be back in that company. And then a week or two later. You read online that such and such is signed with this company or signed with that company. Ric Flair, oh, AEW will never take Ric Flair. They they will. Uh, (laughs) This is just how it works, you know? Um, Flair was going. I think Flair was going to go to AEW for that dark side of the ring playing right. Like that postponed for a minute. Yeah, that, that yeah, they, 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 yeah, that's that's what they'll do. They'll they'll hold the phone. They'll be like, "Hey, let's let's just chill on this for the block a is too hot right now, Nate." Yeah, mm. yeah, but they'll let yeah. them back in. You know, it's 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 just um, the wrestling business. What's this super chat? Shout, shout out to Anwa for the for the ten dollars super chat. He said, "Is Draymond <laughs> is Draymond going to the NXT PC or the main roster? He has a lot of spare time now." What is <laughs> Dak Prescott? But, is like, like seriously, like like it, even, like if you're looking at it from a basketball standpoint, like take somebody like a Kwame Brown. Every year, like I would see people surprised that he would get like a team would want him. Mm-hmm. And the the thing with the NW with the uh, NBA is that quality big men are hard to find. So yeah. even if you're a big man with this, that's not like elite, but you're like Kwame Brown, you can find yourself employed by the NBA for a good thirteen years or so. You know, and that's kind of how wrestling works as well. If you are someone who has value if you are someone that's like in one company you could always go to the next company um Mm -hmm. athena bringing it back to her i think that um aew took a big loss when jade cargill went to the enemy Mm -hmm. um athena is she's not gonna fill the void of jade cargill per se but she can serve a similar purpose that Jade would have served had she would have stayed in um in um AEW. And you can make the argument that um that um Athena, as far as her, her wrestling skills are more developed, and yeah. 
you can if you if you if you if Tony takes off the blinders, he can he could get as much as he can out of her. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Nate, go, go back to that uh, comment. I, I'm going to leave that up, but I also wanted to get Chenjiri's thoughts as well, just about like what we were talking about with Athena and you know her Women of Honor. I mean, her, I said Women of Honor. I'm thinking about the old Ring of Honor, the Ring of Honor Women's <laughs> World Championship, and like what when you think about that potential transition to the uh, the, the AEW Women's Division as well, like <laughs> transitioning back into the AEW Women's uh, Division. Like, what do you think about that overall, Chenjiri? And you know, of course. Athena's big win, you know, 365 days of champion as well. And, and what, what the future could hold for her, like, do you just think to keep just keep it on Ring of Honor and just let her keep rocking out? Or do you think it's about time that we see her get into the mix of it? Like, like Chris was saying, the TBS and the women's world and, you know, stuff like that. I definitely think she's ready to go to AEW, right? Um, mm. Right now, Athena is a hot name. She is a hot name. And that's undeniable. She's... She's made the the case for her to be like one of the the top female wrestlers in the world right now, mm-hmm. and AEW could could use her, especially with that TBS championship, um, the title scene there. So on Saturday, I I I did kind of well on Friday, sorry, um, yeah. I did kind of think that she was gonna lose, but when mm. she did, I was like, oh okay, bet. And then someone actually raised a very good point that I didn't think of on X, right? Where they were like maybe. Um, the Ring of Honor women's division can't really sustain itself without Athena right now. Maybe that's why she yeah. came. And so I was like, okay, cool. But I, I think I would like to see her in AEW yeah. while she's currently like at you know at her top level yeah. right now. Definitely. They should do both. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. Do both. I think <laughs> there's a couple things in here, Chris. And and uh, first of all, I think if we're talking about kind of Athena and then ROH in general. They, they, and by they I mean TK, kind of fumbled the bag with the whole TV thing. Like yeah. if we be if we being real with it, I think even though the CW is not a great network, yeah. it's a damn network, Andrew. Yeah, and I think that could have been something that could have elevated some of these performers. When we talk particularly about Athena, it's it's kind of six and one half dozen of the other because I think we wouldn't have gotten this great year-long run we wouldn't have gotten the involvement with Rhonda. we wouldn't have gotten a couple of these things if she hadn't been in, the, in roh this whole time but because she's been in roh this whole time she's kind of been in her own little pocket unit, <clears throat> right where the aw mainstream audience if that's a thing they're not yeah. really checking her out and she's so on her it's it's right it's, it's on her own little island it's kind of like the it's, cody verse it's, it's <laughs> almost hey, like hey, how hey, jay was Nate, I was about to say, Crafting Chris was about to say, it's kind of how Jay was with the TBS side. Yeah, yeah, it was like she she was by herself. She mm. she had more eyes on her because she mm-hmm. was on AEW PBS. proper. Yeah, but yeah. but she was still not like flourishing. She she, she, she she was she wasn't in that mix with the Jamie haters and the Brit Baker. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. Ray is like she 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 was she was beating mm. up on people. But it yeah. was just like, you know, she was beating up like, like the Anna Jays and yeah, you know and, what I'm saying? Like and, 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 now I didn't I didn't want to go here, guys, but now you didn't got me started, Chris. Now I'm like I'm I feel like I'm sitting at Sal's pizza, TK's pizzeria. <laughs> and I'm looking at the wall of all his women's champions. Yeah. And I'm like, hey TK, how come you ain't got no sisters up on the wall, man? Mm-hmm. I'm the main <laughs> in the main programming, the main right. body of your programming, dog. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. I I, I think that Jay would have wanted if she would have stayed. I think so too. Uh, yeah, question is, how long would we have had to wait? Right. Well, we could, we could talk about Jade. 
For um, real, for real, but I, I don't I don't think we'd have been waiting that I think she I think she'd have got the she'd have got the strap. I think she'd have got the strap like at fairly like I'm not, I'm not gonna say quickly, but I, I definitely yeah. think it would have happened this year. Like for mm-hmm. sure. Like it it would happen. Cause like I, it it felt and then on top of that when Jay came back. Like, dude, did you hear the reaction that she got when she came back on that collision episode? People, yeah, yeah, like, that, that, that was wild. a home, that that's their homegrown yeah. person right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they was happy to see her because it had been a minute since they saw her. It's been a May since they last saw her, so they was happy to see her. I think that Jay would definitely won, would have won the championship this year if she would have stayed. But I mean, she yeah, she saw an opportunity, bro, and she wanted to, you know. Well, and I think they, also if if I'm Jade, I'm looking at a landscape. And again, we talked earlier about CM Punk and how a hot hand can change the dynamics of the table. And when we go to all in and we see what Soraya's reaction is, mm. you got to rock with that. Mm-hmm. Then when yeah, Tony yeah, Storm yeah. comes up with this new character that everybody loves, you got to rock with that. Mm-hmm. Sheeta come back. Everybody loves Sheeta. I love Sheeta. You got to rock yeah, with that. Yeah. So it's like after a certain point, if I'm Jade, I'm like, I could How many times him. you going to keep rocking with that? Right. How many times <laughs> you going to keep rocking with somebody that's not me? Right. <laughs> And it's like a famous, uh, uh, a great famous godfatherism is that she too busy playing those in conference games on TV. Mm. Right, yeah, in in conference games. She was dominating the meack and the swag. Hey, hey, you, you, I know since we talking about Jay, right? And and I know, like, we we had this conversation previously about like the right time that they do, and I I think we all said, I think Chinyere said it, I know Ray said it, Chris, you said it. We're gonna talk about uh, uh, Triple H's slander. Yeah, that was slander. I think it was. No, no it was not. No, I think it was. Not. Well, let's no, let's read the exact quote he said, and then make a, a sound the, judgment the, the, the on it. I haven't read this in a right. while. I pulled it up. Let's okay, well, what was the exact quote? Let's be fair. Yeah, let's be fair and reasonable. Might have to turn. <laughs> I might have to turn my because I it, it, it's a it's a pretty lengthy quote, so I want to make sure. Oh, oh Chris, Chris, I I got it, Chris. You want me? You want me? You got it, Drew. Yeah, I you got can it. Do it. I have right, no. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. So let's. He said. <laughs> he said this was at the. What was at the? This was at the. Fast, the press conference. The, the, the yeah. fast, The survivor. No, it was at the Survivor yeah. Series post event press conference. That's what it was at. Uh, Paul Levesque. He said this. This is about Jay Cargill, and I quote: He said, "I have no less belief in her now than I did then." It's interesting when she came in when we talked about her development and where she would land. Uh, I want to make sure that no matter what is thrown at Jay Cargill, she's ready. And, and and at no fault of her own, I think she was limited in that. So the idea is we exposed her, we made her be seen. People are understanding and they are waiting and they are excited for her to come. And when she does, it'll be massive. Um, I don't want to I, I don't want a pitch to get thrown at her that she's never seen before. I want no matter what that pitch is, if she wants to crack that thing out of the park, you can just see it in her. That's the presence she has. That's the star she is. Uh, I'm in no rush. But she says, I'm ready. I'm ready. And then Jay Cargill literally tweeted after on my time. I, I I don't think that was slander in any way. I think that he's just saying that when like we, bro, and we literally had this exact same conversation mm-hmm. that you don't just want to throw her in the mix just to right. throw her in the mix. You mm-hmm. want to do but- the right thing at the right time. And we had literally said all of us said y'all all y'all are on record, all of y'all <laughs> on record. Literally, we agreed. Oh, we said we we said the latest that we think that Jay should be on TV before we think that anything will be start like like overly criticizing. Is we give it to the Royal Rumble? I'm, I'm giving it before it, it, that after reading that Triple H quote. quote now. Chris, I moved Chris, my Chris, timeline Chris, up. Po- Chris, point 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 out the negative in what he said 
in that. Well, the, it's it's okay. So like, I'm not. So it's not <laughs> or, or, pointing or, or, out or, or, the or, negative or any or any slander about Jay Cargill. That he Th- said this that is quote. the problem with the quote because because d- d- I did confirm that 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 quote that speculative quote last month that I didn't know if Dave Meltzer said or not. After the show, I confirmed that Dave Meltzer did say say that thing. He said, well, I think they just um, thought that she wrestled one way. And now, you know, there there is some, I don't want to say buyer's remote, Morris, because that's too strong of a word. Time out, time out. What the fuck are we talking about Dave Meltzer for when you got the motherfucker who's booking the show? Telling because you because, because the, right after Dave, that quote from Dave Meltzer came out, Triple H got on TV and said, "Yeah, we're fucking holding her back." No, much. He, he, no, because they didn't teach her how to wrestle. Person. Yeah, basically okay, saying, "Man, we, we you didn't learn shit Chris, in AEW." Chris, so he said that because a reporter asked him about Jay Cargill, so he got he responded, and a, a person asked her, "Where is Jay?" He could have easily just said, "Oh, we're 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 not ready for her to debut yet." He gave that long. This this is a fucking five <laughs> line right here, paragraph man. that he said. This ain't a Chris, sentence; it's a paragraph. Chris, this man said. I don't want a pitch to get thrown at her that she's never seen before. I want and, no matter so, what so, that so, pitch so is, she, so she never got any pitches thrown at her you in AEW. In her that that's the presence that she has. That is the star she is. They so are she, saying so she got they no want pitches to wait at her in AEW. The, Chris, they are saying they want the right thing at the right time. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't throw have as much of a problem the with the back end of, the, of that paragraph, Andrew. Read the first part again, because I think yeah, that's the what the first part is what I'm looking at. Yeah, because to first. me, it's like this woman has wrestled at Arthur Ashe Stadium at least twice. She has in a match re- with Shaq. Yeah, she wrestled matter with fact, on matter TV. Matter of fact, this is what we're going to do right here. Chris, tell me right now, what do you do with Jay Cargill on WWE TV? Give me a, well, give me a story. I, I, see, this story. is the thing. If I'm... I, no, 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 no. I, hold on, hold on. What do you do with Jay Cargill? I don't do anything right with her. I'm not a fucking creative in WWE. I'm telling you <laughs> what here, here I would have done if, I, if that, it was that, me. That, now this nigga ain't got no ideas. This is the thing. If I didn't have any ideas with her that I could use immediately, I wouldn't be announcing like because it seems like it was just a show off move to say that they had her. Like, look how easily they put CM Punk in the mix mm-hmm. in in WWE. Everybody and their mother was saying that he was going to work with Rollins. We said that shit two months before it happened. Anybody? I was saying that. I, I was saying Jade should work with Bianca. So I why don't, don't think you that just wait until the Royal Rumble and then set it up for WrestleMania. Well, it's part of the I, problem that they trotted her out without a plan. Right? Is yeah, I think I, I think that's okay, always okay. A... Okay, look. So so here we go. Let, let me ask y'all this. So if they didn't trot her out and they just kept on the back burner, y'all would still be upset. I still be like, yo, where the hell is Jay? I ain't gonna lie. I'd be like, where the hell is Jay? No, 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 no,
They've done this before. <laughs> this, right is, now, this is not a new thing that WWE, WWE has signed people, kept them on ice for months, literally, and not debuted. They did that with Christian the last time he was when he debuted in ECW. They didn't have any clear cut idea for him. He was on ice for a good few months before he just debuted on ECW. Go, go, go and comment. He, he definitely was blaming AEW. He, he ain't gonna say that, but he definitely was. Like that was a little yeah. jab. Yeah, that's why. That's what I was focusing on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get, like, let, let, let's get let's get to your a ray in this conversation <laughs> what, what y'all, no 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 to like say like i'm trying i'm trying to get like everybody involved in the combo like what, what, what do y'all shade. think what, what, what do you what do y'all think about this whole like this conversation that we have and you're you, you look like you're ready to jump in please <laughs> double dutch double dutch double dutch <laughs> double <laughs> double H, H was definitely blaming aew right he was yeah but i don't think it was slammed on jade gargill i don't think no, it was. No, what no. i was like, saying dog no. I never said it was slander. Yeah, See, no, it wasn't. You, you hear things was differently than what I say. Maybe it's a problem with me. I, I deal with this all the time. I did not say it was slander on Jade Cargill. But you were talking about a woman who's wrestled on national television for at least three years. And you're saying, oh, I don't want her to be ready for a curveball. But shut like the she, fuck up, nigga. He's like, she didn't what, learn what, the damn thing she, over there. Yeah. She, 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 she could literally debut on TV tomorrow and she'd be ready. She would be fine. Yeah. She, her matches have never been like five-star hey, bangers. Hey, 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 That's hey, not hey, what hey, she hey, is. Hey, Chris, no, no lie towards the back in her AEW run like those last matches. She, she was just like putting on some hits. Like, especially right, that last yeah. match she had with Statlander. Yeah, she, she was getting years. better. I mean, yeah, she was getting better, bro. Right. Like, I don't know what I don't know what she can get out of being on ice. I really oh, man, don't. So, and so it do, just do, seems do like, see, and I'm not do, even sure. Just, just to add in, do you see a benefit to her being in the PC under those trainers that they got? Do you see any benefit? Yeah, like, real, like realistically, realistically, like under the Norma Smiley's and the, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Do you, you, you see a benefit for her in that instance? Or I think it's think always it's, a benefit. Or, she was under QT okay. Marshall. I think that's a benefit too. I think she was training with Cody. That's yeah, a benefit. Yeah, yeah. She was j- training with Daniel Bryan. That's a f- yeah, yeah. benefit. She like I I just do not understand it at this point. Like I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're okay, gonna okay. Think, no, no, right? I, 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 get, I get I get you. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I'm I, I'm just saying. And then to say that she didn't learn shit in AEW like what like what what do NXT wrestlers learn because all they all you do all you've been doing with them uh before the uh, merger is firing them so they could go to AEW so it's like what 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 can, what does this woman have to do to show you that she can at least be on TV and kind of wrestle it's not like the crowds in AEW were way smaller than WWE, yeah. you know, she's, she's, she's better off going through the AEW system than she yeah. is going through the NXT system. Y- y'all still haven't debuted Lash Legend on WWE proper television, you know? How long has she been there for? What you mean, but Lash Legend been there for like a year? Two years? That's been a year? Yeah, I, she, I was going to say a few just, months or so. She just started wrestling. It feels like she's been there longer. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Been wrestling for like a year, year and a half. Let's she Google her that, debut. Lash Legend, a young lamb, man. She just got out there. She, well, she getting better too, bro. You see yeah. some of her stuff. Lash Legend getting better. 
Getting yeah, she's she's get, she's getting she's getting better. She's not what she was, but I still think a I th- I still think Jade in the um, AEW system is going to be more learned than a lot of those NXT women that yeah. came up through that system. I think that, I think a I think um, Jade. I think it's I I, I think so. So, so Chris, let, let me ask you: Do you, you think the the method of more so like okay? The, the the best way for you to improve is to basically just not not I I'm pretty sure you're gonna get what I'm saying, but like the, the sink or swim method, like to throw you out there right. and see what you can do. And the only way mm-hmm. that you're gonna learn and improve is if we put you in the limelight and see what you can do versus prep, yeah. prep, 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 wait for the right moment, prep, 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 wait for the right moment. Like well, you, I you think, think you think that's kind of the like you, you, you get what they, I'm trying to say with that? I think they've got like a it's a double edged sword with them. I think there's part of them that don't want her to be wrestling on NXT because I think they feel that she's a little bit more important than NXT. Yeah, but I also NXT, feel I also feel that they don't feel that she whatever is in her repertoire, they don't like it for the main roster. And in my opinion, this is something that should have been vetted before you go to Sports Illustrated, you go to ESPN, you go to all these outlets and just say that you got her. And it was done just to, just to, as an FU to AEW, which I get. But <laughs> also, this is a real woman's life and livelihood that you're playing with. And you need to make sure that you're giving her something. When, when she debuts, because right now, I'm not even sure... Um, that I have the same confidence in her as when she first debuted. I think, mm. like my confidence is as much as I hear when when I hear Triple H and all those guys talk about her. Um, when she debuts, and in um, if they put her in a good prominent position, I'll feel a lot better Bro, that, about I, her. This this is what I think is going to happen. Ray, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you in the conversation too. What, what, when you when you looking at the potential of Jay Cargill as far as like yeah. what could be in WWE and how to properly present her as she, assumingly we assume that she's going to arrive on the main roster. <coughs> at, 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 at this point where we at right now, the only logical for, for me, and I'm, I'm, I want to get you like, what would you think? The only logical thing for me right now is the Royal Rumble. That's just what makes sense. You're looking at it right now, it's like four, six, six weeks away. I think that's where you set up her WrestleMania program. I, I think that she'll be in the Rumble she gonna probably get like ten eliminations, make her look dominant. She be throwing motherfuckers over the top rope, like you know what I'm saying? Like it ain't nothing. Like they weigh the whatever weight of a blanket. She be throwing motherfuckers left and right, and that's gonna be her big like dominant arrival on the main roster. Me personally, I think that the Mania program, I would not mind if they go her versus Bianca at Mania, like cause mm-hmm. especially because Bianca kind of insane. Not even kind of Bianca is seen the territory right now. Like she's Bianca over there. Like we <clears> still <throat> talked about that uh, tweet in the group chat. Like when you got Bianca on the opposite end. Of the spectrum now, with people like with Queen, the Golden Goose, Bianca Belair, it's, it's hilarious seeing her on that side now. But, mm-hmm. but but Ray, kicking it over to you, bro. What what do you see like the logical like way to go about Jay Cargill's debut at this point? Like we can't change shit that already happened. Now they gave her the big debut, the big hoorah. They paraded her around, gave her the big show off. Apparently, she's just in the PC working now. At this point, what is the best route to go for Jay Cargill? And where's the point where you like how Chris said? start to become concerned or are you concerned right now 
And what do you think about Triple H's comments as well? As like mm. following up on what Chenier is saying, do you think it was a slight? You think it was like what, what, what do you make of all that? Just just your whole thoughts, Ray. Please, please, brother. Well, real quick, I did want to harken back. We did have a, a newer super chat that came Uh-oh. up that oh. was uh commending brother Chris for defending Jade, even though she left him on red back in high school. Appreciate you. Um yeah, as far as my concern for Jay, I, I don't really have any because I just think that it it never hurts to get more work in. Now, right. I do believe that my thinking was it would have been better, especially if Becky would have stayed the champ. If you would if you would have had her go into NXT, then mm. Becky should have been the one that she should have beat for the belt. Yep, and then mm-hmm. you know. Let her have a cup of coffee there and work there. And then if you want to prep her for uh, the Royal Rumble then, then go ahead by all means. Um, I don't think her star is going to be diminished with her not being on TV. Um, But I do think, and I agree with you, Andrew, that she needs, I think, no later than the Royal Rumble. And... I did want to get kind of Chris's perspective where you're saying before the Royal Rumble. And I think maybe only have her on just to be like, I'm declaring that I'm going into the Royal right. Rumble. That, that, that would be nice. That'd yeah. Be nice. I, I, I don't think that there's any storyline that you need to do with her prior to the Rumble. And right. I, I think, uh, again, like you said, Andrew, have her go in there, have her be dominant, have her probably even lift up. Well, not Jack. Uh, Nia Jax. Yeah, you 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 go ahead and say you go ahead and say a name, Ray, because I, yeah, I right. actually would like to see that Nia Jax, Jay Cargill, WrestleMania. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, oh, it's kind of like having them face off. It'll be like that that Rock and Terry face off. Back there. <laughs> <laughs> they just looking around and it's hmm. just like, but um, <clears throat> I I think, and I know we were also talking before about having. Jay team up like we were kind of in different boats with should she team up with Bianca should she go against Bianca um I think whatever they do I, I think parent knows two sisters together is going to be instant money makers so right. um like whatever you do with them um <laughs> I know. She shall not be named. <laughs> I, I, like, I do. Like, I my whole thing with with Jade is I I do seriously wonder what their goals are for Jade from a wrestler standpoint because, mm-hmm. like, with Bianca Belair. They know they could put Bianca Belair in the ring with the greenest wrestler on the planet, yeah. and she will still will them. She's she, she, she gonna, she gonna pull out something, yeah. Yeah, she'll will yeah. them to a good match. And I think do do they want Jade to be a mechanic in the vein of Bianca Belair, or do they want her to be like an intimidating force, like a Nia Jax or whatever? Because I think I I look at Jade. And I see her as more of a like a like a body wrestler, you know, more mm-hmm. like an intimidating person who shouldn't be wrestling for like super long matches unless it's a special occasion. Right, she's muscle. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I think with Bianca Belair, I think it's easy to to cross pollinate the women because you know they're both 
super fine athletic black <laughs> sisters, but yeah. they're two different wrestlers. And Bianca, mm-hmm. I think the expectations for her is to go out there and we'll put bro, you Bi- in Bianca, there. she she worked fast paced, bro. Have, right, you, have, yeah. you, have, you, have you seen some of these clips of her? Yeah. Like like, on, yeah, like bro, Bianca yeah. be on them. She, yeah, she we'll put the you in there with either, the, with the greenest <laughs> NXT woman on the planet. Someone that didn't even wrestle as an amateur, but maybe she played ice hockey or something. And Bianca, <laughs> we'll, we expect you, we expect you to go in there and have a five star match with her yep. because, right. because you're Bianca Belair. And I think we, if you start looking at Jay through those eyes, you're going to be disappointed because that's just not who she is, at least not right now. And maybe she'll never be like that, but I don't think that should be required of her. No, absolutely not. And and to Triple H's, real quick, Andrew, to Triple H's point, like his quote about, we're trying to prepare her for every pitch that that she might see. You can spend all day in the batting cage, Andrew. <clears throat> yeah, but it's a whole different thing when you stand in that oh, baddest yeah, box, bro. looking right. at the pitcher ninety feet away from you. So eventually, you're gonna have to put her out there in the water and see if she can swim. And I right. think but, it's, but it's hey. good to get training. It's good, you know, that she keeps learning and honing her craft. But I feel like if we don't see her by the rumble, like let's go worst case scenario. If we don't see her by then, then I think there's a there's an issue. I'm not gonna hey, say hey. a problem, but I'll say there's an issue. Hey, Nate, but to throw it right back at you, bro, like, what better place to do that than the Royal Rumble? Because, like, you, you don't get – you she she can be the spotlight for the yeah. one or two minutes or, or at multiple points during the match, but she don't got to be the primary focus at all times. She can still be in the match and still mm-hmm. be your presence, but it doesn't have to be eyes on Jay Cargill, eyes on Jay Cargill, eyes on Jay Cargill. It can be, okay, let's put the eyes on her for a four-minute stretch. Right. Gotta throw out five eliminations, and then you could take it off somebody else over the next person come out. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the best way to bring her in and let Yeah, her, I think the only thing saying? that would have been better from an impact standpoint is if she was, as Ray said, the one yeah. to beat yeah. Becky for the NXT title. Because yeah. I think yeah. that puts her that. on a different level than the other girls around her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or that one. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I, the, know, I, know I mean, the Rumble's good that. too, though. Like, the Rumble yeah, is a yeah, good place to kind of hey. protect her, let her get her shit off, and then break her off into that break. dream match with yeah. Nia Jax that everybody been waiting for. People people in Chinyere's neighborhood out there in South Africa, they they want Nia versus Jade. That's what the world is talking about this holiday season. <laughs> hey, the gift hey, that keeps hey, on hey, giving. Hey, man, let me ask you this, bro. Like, real, did, 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 moving off Jade, did you ever think you would see the day, man, when Bianca Belair became the golden goose? Like, I mean, that, that, and, and, and listen, mm-hmm. listen, like, we, we all... Email scene, we've been saying it, Andrew. I, I, I think everybody on this podcast has been saying it. Like, the, she's the, but, like, we, like, seeing it in, like, real time. And I'm not even talking about just the booking stand. Like, she's a... Bianca been booked like a fucking monster, bro. Like, she, you know, for, like, the last several years or so. But I'm talking about, like, just from the social media aspect. Yeah. Like, you're seeing people refer to her as, like, oh, they're trying to protect... They're golden mm-hmm. goose. Like, yeah. how, how, how crazy that is from you, somebody that is like, of course, we've all seen her whole career play out, but to see where she is now and on the other side of that conversation that we have about other people and that fans have about other people, mm-hmm. knowing that Bianca is now that person to she where seemingly, she she made it. Like, she's, she's un, I don't want to say untouchable, but like, if, she, if Bianca loses five matches in a row, I don't think it hurts her at all. Yeah. Like, I, I think that yeah. she'll bounce back. Like, how crazy that is for you to see her, like, on the other side of that conversation now. I mean, it just goes to show you how talented she is, for one. 
mm-hmm. but then also how strong she is. Because we've talked on this show before about how they did her dirty for a little oh, yeah. while. Never forget mm-hmm. uh, that 2021 yeah. SummerSlam. 2021, yeah, was it Never wasn't forget. the best year for us, <laughs> but yeah, in in a spot where I think some people, rightfully so, would have felt some kind of way and maybe you know slack back a little bit. She just doubled down and went mm-hmm. harder, and mm-hmm. not only became like one of their top in ring talents, but you could argue in terms of the women. Only Becky Lynch is above her in terms of mainstream stuff that they do. Right. The charity stuff, the advertising. I don't know how many times, Chinieri, I've been watching Raw and Bianca Belair and tried to sell me some DoorDash. Yeah. They know this. <laughs> they know this sister's money, and so they were trying to sell they, me a, they also, a cricket phone. The worst cricket phone, oh, yes. They pick it out of some C four energy. Some C four yeah. energy, yeah. Like so, yeah. she's getting all the stuff that like you would normally think. Like you know, three, four, five years ago, Andrew. Like mm-hmm. oh, that's that's just like because remember we talked about the four horsewomen. Really, there was like two horsewomen over here and two horsewomen over there. Right. Yeah. Because Charlotte mm-hmm. and Becky were on a different level than Bianca and uh, excuse me, you Sasha mean, uh, ba- and, and Bailey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so and I the- feel like B- uh, Bianca has ascended into that realm with yeah. Becky and Charlotte, and mm-hmm. she's probably even ahead of sh- ahead of Charlotte. Female right Cena, bro. Right. Female and, Cena. And, and the wrestling industry has just never done right by our people, as far as like. Um, I mean, Tyrus the, is the NWA world champion, ain't he? This, well, of course, though. But, the, but as far as the superstars, you know, it's like you can in in wrestling, you can have um, a Macho Man, Hulk Hogan, a Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart be superstars at the same time, one A, one B, and nobody will bat an eye. But if it's a black wrestler, it's like we can only have one of those at the tippy it's a, top. It's a gimmick. They call it a yeah. gimmick. Yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't feel like, okay, let's, why can't we have Lashley and Big, Big E ride in the wave at the same time? It's like, okay, if Big E is the world champion, you are now taking the place of Bobby Lashley. We're right. not going to have you out at the on the same level at the same time, and I and, and, then, I, and I do and kind of insert, and then insert Brock Lesnar, right? Yeah, mm, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, then, and then it's like um, with uh, with Bianca and Jade. I really, really do hope they don't go this route. I think that Jade could be you're talking about a singles match, a single just just superstars at the same time is what I'm talking okay, okay, about. Okay, just being the top women at the same time, like. <laughs> Like, I don't want it to feel like, oh, well, Bianca's our, our black woman. So, Jade, you're going to always be second fiddle to her, you know? And they don't, because they, they don't do that with, with men in that company. They don't do, more specifically, white men in that mm-hmm. company. They don't do that with white people. It is something that they do with black people. Because I don't ever remember in WWE... Um, wrestling period, but let's stick with WWE for a second. I just don't remember two tippy top guys in on the main roster being that at the same time. You can make an argument that um, Big E and Lashley, Big hey, E, hey, hey, yeah. hey, you, you, you talking about two black talents or just two talents in general? Like two like, black talents, two specifically black talents. Like, like I, 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 I thought you meant like two talents that were like ascending, like at the exact 
saying like just general, but you said black. Right, guys. yeah, because you you'll see that with white guys all the time. You know, you'll yeah, see Cody that. Rhodes and Sami Zayn. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you'll, yeah. They, they tried to make it happen with Grayson Wall and Austin Theory, and one yeah. of them dudes ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's crazy because Grayson Wall is like everything that they want Austin Theory. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, damn, we got to wish Austin Theory real Austin Theory. Right. <laughs> and and the Austin- on that point, Chris, you'd probably have to go back to like the territory days. Yeah. But you talking about two black titles as ascending, like, sort of. I mean, I, I know it's like not on the, the, the scale that we're talking about, but just mm. on, on this topic, we like tricking Carmelo. Yeah, yeah, you you go to, to degree, NXT and find to that. a degree, but but yeah, yeah, I, I, I was gonna I, say I, NXT. I, I, yeah. You can go to OVW I, I, I and you find it about, too. <laughs> because I know you're talking about more like on a grander. Yeah, I'm talking about the main roster. Yeah, 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 main yeah. roster, main roster. Yeah, and I, I think we're starting to see a little bit of that in AEW too. You know, it's just swear on the up and up, man. Right, yeah, but I don't think they're gonna let anybody like now that Swerve is the guy that I think they're going with. I'm not sure. Like Hobbs, that, you gotta um, wait. Yeah, yeah. Gordon, think, Gordon uh, uh, Chris said. Chris Gordon said. Chris is right. In 2024, <laughs> we need to lose the black wrestler quota in the past, or leave the black wrestler quota in the past. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say we. It's it's they. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they. Don't put that on us. But yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Hey. And Chichi yeah. was Chichi was hitting the nana. Hey. Right. Yeah. Had to. Had to. For the culture. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> again, we I know we did it last time, but shout out again to this brother Prince Nana, man. I'm glad I'm glad he is enjoying this this moment right now, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. Him, him and Swerve breaking breaking into people houses and uh <laughs> they, 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 on babies. They, they out they out here doing the service of the world. Oh wait, people be killing me. I got like I got like they the bad guy. Why are you leaving your child in the house unattended? Right. You got right, you yeah. got a newborn in the house, nobody in the house. See, your, your baby deserved to get That's a shirt thrown on. Question, yeah. He said shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, Swerve was actually looking after the baby, okay? Yes. He was there. He like a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> this, is like the, the, this reminds me of the argument of Karate Kid where Johnny is the real good guy and um, <laughs> and uh, Daniel San is the bad guy. Mm. <laughs> hey, bro! Oh my god! Hey, they, 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 what, what else you got on the agenda, brother? So, uh, so I, uh, I guess we can we can uh, hit one last AEW note because I guess that was kind of tangentially about <laughs> AEW since Triple H threw that shade. Um, <laughs> uh, let's uh, Andrew real quick. Do you have the uh article uh, that John you, you put talk, up last night? You talking about the Tony Khan? Uh, yeah, what Tony Khan was saying, he feels like being an AEW is like oh. being attacked all the time. Oh, but a quick, quick, quick correction. This is from that man, Neil Flanagan. Shout out, my man, Neil. Shout out, Neil, man. But this is from uh. Trans, uh, this is a transcription from Neil Flanagan from the Ring of Honor press conference. He said, for AEW, and I think Ring of Honor, because it falls under my ownership to do <clears throat> AEW, is to be under constant attack. You do a great show, and the next day somebody's saying something negative. You do five mm-hmm. great shows in a row, somebody says something negative. You break the ticket record for the most tickets ever sold for any wrestling show in the history of the world, and somebody has something bad to say about it. I, I, I just, at this point, I don't worry about it. We just need to go out and do great shows. We got the week <laughs> like we did. Um, and you know there was some other uh, stuff that he said. He, it, it, I'm gonna read like a portion of the quote, um, but he was like, 
Uh, this is from Tony Khan, and I quote, he said, I think it's challenging because I've never seen anything quite like wrestling when it comes to such a large percentage of the business, uh, right. spending such a large percentage of their time on one platform, which is X, formerly Twitter. It's amazing how many people in the wrestling business are on Twitter all the time. And to be honest, I understand it because it's a good reason, because it's engagement, because there's such a large percentage of wrestling fans and you, the wrestling media and opinion makers and the wrestlers themselves and the companies. So many people are on this one platform. It's pretty unique because in other sports, it's, it's more evenly distributed. Uh, distributed. But what I've seen is sometimes it's a bit of an echo chamber and there's also a lot of bad faith. There's a lot of bad faith posting on it. And you can have a great day in the business, like do the number one show and people try to tell you uh, you didn't do something great or you can break the world record for the most tickets ever sold to any wrestling show ever and have this massive huge success on pay-per-view and just hit a home run and the wrestling's great and everything's great and still people are trying to tell you there's some problem with it or something detrimental. And I quote. Mm. Okay. All right. Hold All on right. real quick, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't do this a lot. But I'm gonna have to go ISO. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Tony Khan. I'm I'm leaving this comment up here because I think this is right. right here. <clears throat> this man is too online, too sensitive, and not <laughs> adapting to not being everyone's favorite. And here's the Tell thing, him. Tony. Here's yeah. the thing, Tony. Tell him. As a human being, I understand that when you don't get the credit you feel like you've earned, it can hurt. When people are mm-hmm. saying that you don't have enough of this or don't have enough of that, or why did you book this or why did you book that? As the creator, it can hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. But Tony Khan, you're a grown adult, brother. Mm-hmm. This is the business that you signed up for. Mm-hmm. This is the entertainment. Like you think Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige, yeah. all these Marvel movies and shows that people have been crapping on for the last two years. Mm-hmm. Kevin Feige ain't never once, Andrew, not never <laughs> once. <laughs> got online and said, man, being a Marvel is like everybody attacking us all the time, man. It's crazy. <clears throat> and so yeah. when I saw that article uh, that Neil had posted, man, it 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 was crazy, Andrew, because the first thing that popped into my mind because of the way he phrased it, to be at AEW is to be under constant attack. It reminded me of one of my favorite quotes of all time from an author named James Baldwin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the quote, I know Chris knows, Andrew probably knows it, uh, Chichi and Ray might as well, but it's the quote of uh, to be a Negro in America and to be relatively conscious is to be in a state of anger all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, yeah. And to that, I would add, be in a state of anxiety, be in a state of uh, fear of safety for <clears throat> one's life. Right. Like all of that mm-hmm. is involved in just walking around existing, being black in America. Mm-hmm. And so, Tony, this is not something that you are, like, right? Like you were not born A.W. This is a task you took on, presumably because right. you love this business and you wanted to give people opportunities and you wanted something different for the fans. And so with that, with all that praise comes the criticism, especially mm-hmm. when you like what we talked about off the top with the Muffin Man. Of <laughs> course, wrestling fans are going to talk about right. this, Tony. That's what they do, man. Like, have you not? You you are a wrestling fan. Did you forget? You, I bet you was on them AOL chat rooms back in the day talking about WCW and WWF and why did they do this and why did they do that? And so, yes, it doesn't feel good as a creator to have stuff that you worked on not land with everybody. But it's not going to land with everybody. Mm-hmm. You have to make the best show you can do. Listen to criticism. Make right. adjustments when necessary. But you got to <clears> run your race, Tony. And this is you know, one of the biggest things, and I'm going to go full screen again. This is one of the biggest things that I've been talking about whenever uh, we talk about these AEW stories, guys, from almost day one, Andrew and Chris, mm-hmm. you know, going back to the Try press conference 
yeah. where uh you know somebody asked about uh the women and Tony got his back up go or going back to Big Swole and mm-hmm. Tony got his back up like it's yeah. it's like Tony you can't be the big boss and be this sensitive man like right. I understand as a human being you personally might be sensitive but when you are the boss of AW and you are an online figure you got to put on your big man pants. I ain't even gonna say your big boy mm-hmm. pants because there's big right. girls and big women out here too making moves in this in this space. You got to put on your adult pants, Tony. And you can't right. be you can't be sensitive. You can't have them rabbit ears out there just hearing right. every little bit of criticism. Like the sentence that you just read, Andrew, to me is crazy. It's like, dog, we sold out this. We set this record. We did this. Like, yeah. be happy that you did that and build on it. Don't worry about the negative people. And right. I think Tony buys into that a lot. And ultimately. I don't think it's to the company's benefit. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I understand what uh, Tony is saying. Um, yeah, I'm about to say because I, I I like to a certain degree. I, I kind of like I, yeah. I, I get it too from a standpoint of um, like I mean when you look at it just from like a general perspective, bro. I think all wrestling companies sort of get that that mm-hmm. you know that that bad feedback and i mean people i, I yeah. see people shitting on aew i see people shitting on wwe i see people yeah. praising aew people praising wwe people praising mlw people hating mm-hmm. mlw people praising impact hating impact you know what i'm saying but some stuff that i see on the independence that a lot of people are fan of it some people love it you know what i'm saying i, I think that's just yeah. all very you all got these different pockets of yeah. fan bases that right. like these specific things. oh what you, what you about to say nate you about to chime in or i was gonna say well, it's, it's that tribalism that we've talked about andrew right. yeah 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 bro that's, that, but that, I, I, that's gonna exist but i also feel like if i'm tony this is the this is the game i chose to right play. if I, i'm and, going and, at, if mm-hmm. i'm going at the top guy there's gonna be some blowback and i gotta be ready for that Right, and it, I, I also think it's a matter of like, um, cause, cause like Tony is the 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 one that's more vocal and and active on the social media front. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, right. and 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 when when you, of course, when you have these AWW debates or whatever side you choose to allow, whatever side you choose to side on, like even when they were doing, remember, um, back in October, uh. What did he say? Uh, and and Star was saying, Yeah, I agree with him. Yeah, 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 bro. Like, yeah. You, come on, bro. You argue. Yeah, the, the Discord Inferno thing. I'm like, come on, dog. Like, that, that, <laughs> yeah, that, but yeah, that, that, that's one of those like that. Yeah, yeah, like, <clears> not <throat> even, like you, you can, you can't yeah. be responding to Disco, dog. But right. like, even when I'm looking, it'd be at like it responding home. to that cheese man that works for that certain publication that said CM Punk would never sign with the WWE, oh, but I won't God. say his name. Even like even looking back in October, you remember when NXT and AEW went head to head. Like, mm. you know, you not, not remember when WWE, they were, WWE, they, they were taking their shots, but it was yeah. like those, very, like, it wasn't Triple H and Shawn Michaels directly. Yep, yep. But like, t- but Tony was the one that was like, directly, he was on t- like, it was Twitter and he was, you know what I'm saying? He was letting it out and he was, he was getting his shit off and you know what I'm saying? It, it, yeah. I, I think that when that happens, people just always compare and then especially when you look at it from, like right. you say, from the, the boss's standpoint and how you are. How, how one would think an individual in that position is supposed to conduct themselves. But also, right. like, from Tony's side, I look at it like this. From since the launch of AEW, the thing about, like, what that company was cultivated on was that connection to the fan base and not mm-hmm. shying away from interacting with these individuals and not <clears throat> acting as if you're right. not, not, not necessarily above these individuals, but just making sure that you have that close connection with the fan base. That's right. been the thing since day one. So I understand it from that standpoint. You want to stay in the weeds and you... You know, do you want to interact and, and hear, what you, hear what people have to say? Like, dude, there's been times on social media, like, where he's gotten ideas from fans and has, like, told mm-hmm. these individuals that came up with these ideas, hey, thanks for recommending X, Y, and Z. 
we yeah. will put that in the in, in the you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, I do think you got to find that happy medium where you, as a CEO of your company, you can't just be like too like relying on these individuals' opinions. And while you do want to care what your fan base has to say, you also got to go off your gut and what you know from your own genuine knowledge is from running this company and then having the individuals around you that got <clears throat> 30 plus, 20 plus years of experience yep. that can help guide yeah. this shit with you as well. But I, that's what I'm saying. I, I think it's a hard thing because that's what AEW's core is. You know what I'm saying? Being right. close to the, the fans and stuff, but also, like I Nate was saying, you got to pull that back a little bit. And then it's, it's it's difficult for him because you're going to automatically compare that to the Paul Levesque and the Shawn mm-hmm, Michaels and mm-hmm. the other CEOs who you really don't see them online unless they just promote shit. Right. You know well, Tony's, and Tony's biggest thing, Andrew, I don't think it's the engagement so much as it's it's like the old Herm Edwards thing. When Herm Edwards right. was a coach at the New York Jets and he was doing the rookie symposium, sometimes uh-huh. you got to hesitate before you push sin. Mm-hmm. Tony, I feel, is a very emotional tweeter. Right. And it's like, no, you, you can't get in your feelings on these Twitter streets, man. You're not going to win right. that battle. But, 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 but yes, they say, I, they say, but they say tweet through it. Tweet through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tony will try it. to tweet through it to the end. <laughs> right. Like, and, and Tony Khan knows this stuff, too. This is what's so, like, frustrating seeing these kind of, like, tweets and stuff from him. Mm-hmm. Um AEW is a challenger brand. He he understands this. You are not yeah. the number one company. You are someone who came to existence because the number one company was putting out bullshit every week. Yeah. The thing about this is what one of the first things they teach us in business psychology is <clears throat> you don't really know what a company is made of during the good times. You don't know that because it's everybody's good times, Shangri-La, everybody loves everybody, and it's Talk awesome. Chris. But the, the way a company is measured is how they handle the bad times. Mm. Um, and I don't even necessarily think this is a bad time for AEW, but right now yeah. the number one mm. company is – hitting on most cylinders. Now, hey, I wouldn't hey, say Chris, all hey, Chris, cylinders. I'm about to say, Chris, and just, just to add on to your point, bro, this is not the same, like, lead creative company that right. it was in 2019, 2018, when they was putting out that, but you said that bullshit they was putting out. Like, this yeah, is a yeah. different... This, this, yeah, this diff- is, this from a creative standpoint, different, right. way different, yeah. Yeah, this is a company who seems to be actively trying to hold on to the number one spot, whereas before, they were just... <laughs> They like, was putting out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they were putting out like shows that were just like didn't make sense from the opening match to the ending mm-hmm. match. Now there's things that, that you could point out here and there that don't make sense, but for the most part, most part it's kind of connect, co- um compelling. Even the stuff with Jimmy Uso, I think it's lame and hey, dumb. Look at that. But Krista came around. We turned the tide. Well, I think it's lame and dumb, but at the very, <laughs> it's 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 still something that you can kind of invest in, right? Like, right. um, I have a friend that's a soap opera writer, um, and he told me um a long time ago, like his old formula for writing a soap opera is to just let it drag out and let it drag out and never end the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what he used to do. But then um, once people got hip to this thing was never going to end, you have to kind of come up with 
endings and stuff that makes sense. I think with WWE is they have like they've been happenstance is what's caused them to freshen up, not necessarily um, anything they've done on their own. CM mm-hmm. Punk was a gift to WWE <laughs> from Tony Khan. You have to understand that. If I were Tony Khan, just from a business standpoint, would I've had CM Punk wrestling on AEW? Probably not. But I would think before I just sign away a release, I'd probably put him on ice and just pay him until <laughs> until I could figure out a, appropriate punishment. That's that, not damn what sure they're giving them up before they pay per view in Chicago. Right, yeah. That's not what you decided to do. You decided to let him go. You saw what CM Punk did for your own company Mm. when you hired him. You know, you saw the movement that it that he had. It wasn't like most astronomical thing on the planet, but it was definitely noticeable. When you got rid of this guy, and this is where I get on fans, you had to know. You had to know Triple H was going to hire him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had to. <laughs> I, I don't understand how you don't know that. It it it's it, it it makes no sense to me. And it seems like he's kind of yeah. They're going to hire this guy, and he's the fresh coat of paint, mm-hmm. and he's going to be hot for a little while until he's not anymore. And when when WWE gets a free agent, maybe you can steal the free agent, an important free agent, and maybe it'll do something for you. But you're not always going to be hot. That's just not mm-hmm. how business works. There's going to be ebbs. There's going to be flows. There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. Right now, you are in a down. And I wouldn't even call this that much of a down period except no. the, the, the down part of this is WWE is putting on better shows. WWE mm. is playing to win now. Whereas before I think they were just playing to make money. Now it seems like um, go, go, go and say tell me what I'm telling lies. Quote Chris E. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm just saying that this is this is this is where you're at right now. You have to accept the decisions that you made, right? You hit you you said, and and I don't and I think he did. I think they fired uh, CM Punk in a diplomatic way. If they did a disciplinary board, that's how we do things on the public sector. At my job, yeah. I've been on dis- disciplinary boards. I've been on hiring committees and I've been on disciplinary committees as well, where friends of mine, I've had to vote to have them removed because there's something that they did. So that... you was that Ryan. Right. Hey, 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 real quick on, 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 da- on Danielson being a part of that committee. Like, I I think that's, that says a lot about um, Tony's trust in him as a, <laughs> right. as a talent and, and what he, I'm, I'm assuming that he holds Daniels and sticks around post. Right. Well, this career. is this is the thing but, about but hiring is, committees too. So, because yeah, I know yeah, a little yeah. bit about this, and I know about hiring committees and firing committees. When you're on a hiring committee, um, especially for a college, you want to get everybody. You want to get people from different um, environments in the committee. So you get someone from the from the department. So I'm in the political science department, political science and justice. So I'll be on the committee. Um, you'll get a student that's on the committee. 
you'll get um, a, a, someone from the English department, someone from the math department, and then you'll make a decision as to hiring this person. Mm. To fire a person, you do need someone that's a colleague. On, this is for public sector stuff. You need someone that's a colleague of that person to mm. kind of mitigate what other people are going to say about them. Like, right. um, so, so one of the times... Um, I signed confidentiality agreement, so I'm not going to get too much in the woods on this, but there was a time where um, a professor who was an old professor of mine, who was a mentor of mine, he wrote, like he was grading some girl's paper and he wrote some just inappropriate shit on her paper Mm. um, about a form-fitting dress that she wore. And it was right there for everybody to see. And I was on the disciplinary committee for that. I had to vote the way I had to vote just because that's, you know, like I have no credibility if I'm voting for Like if, if I'm not, if I'm telling people not to believe what's what I've seen with my own eyes, Mm -hmm. it's not, I have no credibility. So Daniel Bryan was right for, making the decision that he came to with everyone else that was on that committee. Um, It's not something you always see on for a private sector job, but it is, um, it is, it is something that I know for a fact works. Hey, about um, to say, Chris, he 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 didn't down talk punk either in his interview. When yeah, he talked no. about it. He ain't, he ain't say nothing. But he he's like, I, I always liked punk. Me and him always got along. But that was like, but basically, essentially, what he was saying was like, that's just some shit I had to do. Like, I yeah, had that was an incident. You know like, you hit you hit the guy in front of people, man. Yeah, um, there's no getting around that. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like, uh, because it, uh, again, in criminal justice, there's hard evidence versus soft evidence. Eyewitness testimonies is con- is usually considered soft evidence, except when everybody, every fucking body <laughs> is saying the exact same thing. And it <laughs> and got you on camera. Yeah, and it's that's hard evidence. So you have to go with the hard evidence, right? Yep. Um, and hey, I'm about to say, and then on top of that, Chris, this is like it was the second incident. Yeah, the second incident. And this is the yeah. second incident. The first ex first incident you could say was what was what it was. You know what I'm right. saying? Nobody really knows what happened. Only the people that was in that room yeah. and the dog. Yeah, and you and, and yeah, the dog. And, then, and, and you <laughs> you could even argue in favor of CM Punk saying these guys went yeah. to his locker room, rolled up on them. What? Yeah, barged in. Look, I'm telling if I'm if I'm mad and a bunch of people that I hate that I just. Um, express that I hate and they come to my locker room knocking on the door and shit you ain't gonna get the best best version of myself but the Bama said come see me though <laughs> he literally <laughs> said it though you this is an EVP thing Just you are the boss if an employee <laughs> tells you to come see him and you're like okay we gonna come see you you don't be you don't belong in management that is not your job as a manager. Yeah. That, this is that's how we do things on the streets. <laughs> this is not how you do things when you run a company. Mm. Just because a dude said, "Come see him," you don't need to do that. 
We'll see you in the conference room, Mr. Punk. Right, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> Mr. Punk. Like, yeah, like call a, call a meeting, you know? Y'all, y'all remember uh, the five heartbeats where uh, yes. dude yeah. tried to run up on Big Red at the yep. party? What am I doing? Yeah, my office hours are from nine to five, you know? Hey, see that oh dude during God. your office hours. Yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, real yeah. quick, because I want I want to get Chi-Chi and uh, Ray in on this uh, TK situation. <clears throat> uh, what what are your thoughts about Tony and that article <clears throat> and, and uh, Tony's uh, Tony Tony being out here with these Twitter fingers, Chi-Chi? Tony needs to stop being sensitive, like you guys said. Like, I feel like it only just feeds into the trolling. Um, yeah. Like the more yeah, they, sure. they smell the blood, response, the more they they fueled up. You know, yep. so he yep. he really needs to just not do that and because obviously and I, like i think he recognizes the things that he did for wrestling because he did change up wrestling you know with AEW, he did. Mm-hmm. He wrestling made it better, bro. that's a big thing take that's that a big away, bro. <clears throat> yeah and so that's the thing that he needs to focus on and obviously there's going to be um constructive criticism and that's what he needs to focus on but even mm-hmm. that he doesn't even need to address it um all he needs to do is go on his twitter and make the post about, you know, here's what's happening tonight. Tune in, whatever. And then he disappears <laughs> for like, right. until the next event. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just and it's, the thing with him is he doesn't just address one thing. He addresses every <laughs> single thing that someone says about him. It's it'd yeah. be like yeah. one thing. It's like, oh, this is just the isolated incident. And, and TK decided to address it. This fool has gone blow to blow with Randy Orton. He's gone. He's with Big Swole. He's mm-hmm. had he's had beef with like um, just so many different people with, with Ariel Hawani, Inferno. Disco <laughs> Inferno. Like when you know you've hit the bottom of the barrel. Yes, when you're over here beefing with in 2024, with, beefing yeah, with Glenn Gilberti, Chris. Yeah, Disco Gilberti. Yeah, a, a guy whose opinion is 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 worthless. Um, and this is, and I, I, I'm not someone that hates Glenn Gilberti, but he says a lot of stupid stuff, man. Mm. I've, I've listened to this guy spew nonsense and it's, it's always <laughs> like, anytime you're talking to an audience that is just going to feed into your, not your bullshit, it's easier for you to think your bullshit is real stuff. You know, mm. I watched Glenn Jacobs do that in WWE for years. You know what I'm saying? He's like, people talk about, Oh, uh, Glenn Jacobs he, 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 is so the smartest smart. guy. He's such a <laughs> yeah, genius yeah. and all this other stuff. Just cause he you read one of the books. Yeah. Cause you, you read a couple books and all of a sudden <laughs> you're, you're the smart guy and you're, and you're telling people, uh, like I remember listening to MVP on this show and I don't want to smoke with MVP, but I got to bring it up. Um, yeah. Where MVP was talking hold on, hold on, hold on, Chris. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody back up, back up for a second. The following hey, views and opinions go. are expressly <laughs> from Professor Chris Ely and not of post wrestling, the NWA podcast or any uh, officiating parties. And there we go. There we go. Put <laughs> all the smoke on the but, but but he was talking about in this interview. Hey, 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 hey Chris, real quick, did MVP did, did y'all have a little, little back and forth on over that shirt? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've look. I've known MVP since the BET Awards in two thousand. Sherry Shepard. Hey, yeah, with, with Sherry Shepard, Kim Whitley. 
um, mm-hmm. all those cats. So, you know, we, 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 we've crossed paths a few times. I like MVP, but he was on a show um, talking about, I think it's the show he used to do with uh, Greeny. Um, yes. And he was, he was talking oh, about yeah. how um, Kane educated him and told him how, how the federal reserve was bullshit and all this other stuff. And I'm like, are you, don't take this kind of advice from Kane. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, the, 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 Kane is not the person you need to be taking advice about the Federal Reserve from. You know, the, 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 to me, that's just as bad as these people taking real estate advice from DJ Envy. Damn, there you go. Yeah, I knew Envy was about to catch a stray. Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, it's like, and, 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 and this is like with, and TK has, has lowered himself by, by de- debating someone like uh, Glenn Gilberti. He said, like, I've heard him, and I'm paraphrasing, but uh, Glenn said something like, um, Donald Trump, um, y- you, um, he's good for ratings, so you need him around. Like, what? Like, it made no sense. And this, and this is the, these are the kinds of people that you, that do not deserve debates. You know, like de- a debate is um, like, let's say um, Nate, let's say Nate agrees with Obama's cap and trade. And I disagree with Obama's cap and trade policies. That's something we could debate. And one of us could be more right than the other. And it's a good faith argument, right? Right. When you're, you're arguing with an idiot, like Disco Inferno, <laughs> who's never done anything. Who his, his his he's I think he was managing like um one of like I don't even think it was Cheetahs, some some bullshit night spot in Vegas. <laughs> um and this is who you're getting mad at their wrestling stuff. Like leave that, let that dude be an idiot on his own, mm-hmm. you know. Like, Looks like um, the um was it Mark Twain never argue with an idiot because from an outsider can't tell the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, like, um, like I remember when CM Punk at that one conference he was at with Tony Cod, and someone brought up Eric Eric Bischoff, and CM Punk was like, "Yeah, let's just let that fool die in the dark." Kind of cool to say, <laughs> but I understood Ooh, what CM kinda, Punk was saying. You know, kind of fucked up. It's it's very but but you under but I got the gist of what he was saying. You know, it was it what he was basically. It it, 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 it wasn't a literal like yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, it was basically because that's that's a that's a old catchphrase. Let's let I let you die in the dark. You know because you're not important (laughs) enough. Mm. You're you Eric Bischoff had his time in wrestling. All the stuff that Disco Inferno was responsible for booking in WCW was very, very stupid. And they <laughs> went out of business less than a year later. So why are you caring about what this guy is saying? <laughs> you know, some of these people you have to let them, I'm not gonna say die in the dark, but you know, let let, let him, him do let his him tweet tweet into the void. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah exactly. That's a better, more politically correct way of saying it. let him tweet <laughs> the boy and because all you're doing when you when you tweet this fool back you are drawing attention mm-hmm. to and fuel disco and, yeah i'm about to say chris and then, and then what's gonna happen is he's gonna go on a podcast and he's gonna yeah. drag it 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's he's going to be able to go on on his show and and say, you know, whatever, man. I mean, Disco Inferno has some uninformed opinions. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, I st- I still ain't never made up with Disco. I wasn't even cool with Disco in the first place. But when he's right, I'm gonna say he stole it because I don't want no I don't want no smoke with Conan. But I'm gonna say when they stole me and Brian Mann's podcast name, I was like, you know what? I can't even rock with <laughs> Yeah. No, they did. They 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 one hundred percent jacked it. I ain't gonna say Conan jacked it again, Chris, because I don't need that. I'm not gonna gonna say Conan. And Conan is a nice guy. Yeah, Conan's cool, man. Yeah. What what, what was you and Brian's show called? Just keep it one hundred. Keep it one hundred. Oh my god, damn, nigga. Yeah. All they did was add an ing to it, and I bet you that was Mm -hmm. disco. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, if we add an ing to this, <laughs> it could be our own podcast name. And and then you want to know what's funny? I don't even think it's an ing. I think it's like keeping, like, like in apostrophe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Damn. Yeah. It, 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 yep. It, no, no, no. It's, it's K K one hundred. K one hundred. So they changed yeah. it now. It's just K one hundred. K one hundred with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the one thing that Vince McMahon was really good at um, <laughs> is he he had minions speak for him on all kinds of platforms. It's like like, like you never saw Vince McMahon going on these shows. It'd be like Bruce Pritchard and yeah, uh, all the little underlings. He's got, yeah, that did that speak for Vince. Um, <laughs> And not and Vince isn't directly talking. Like, have some of those people, um, TK. Like, get, get people mm. to do that for you. Get you man. some hitters. Get you yeah, some goons. Yeah. He said, get you some hitters. Yeah. Who's be the goon in in in, in, in a dub? Who is TK's goon? Hey, hey, if you if Jericho, if, <laughs> a, a, T, a TK, if you pay me like a thousand dollars a week, I will shit on Disco Inferno for you. <laughs> no problem doing it. Just make it happen, Tony. Hey, make hey, it hey, happen. Nate, one, one, one thing I do know is, is Disco not invited to the cookout. No, but Disco I, like, not nah. invited to the cookout. <laughs> which I say, which brings us Andrew there you go. There you go. to the main event. You know, time we've done enough talking, Chinieri. It's time for the main event. Because it is. One. Night, <laughs> but we'll see. Oh, hey, Nate, Nate, real quick, real quick, real quick. Night before one and night two of the cookout. But before, before we get in, before we get into the main with the cookout, they want to mention I got two news notes real quick. And okay. it's just like small thing. I mean, it's not small, but like if y'all want to jump in and add to it, first first thing, uh, anybody got any comments on a uh, good good sister Leah Morgan getting arrested for that Mary Jane <laughs> over the weekend? Yeah, <laughs> <running. So, laughs> All right, so with the law, okay. Free live, free live. Since since I brought up Jay, (laughs) since I brought up Jay Uso earlier, um, I'll take the first crack at this, Jimmy Uso. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, I I'll I'll take the first crack at this. I this is this has to stop. Seriously, like I'm a we joke about these kind of things, but this is like you can't be you, you know look. Puff, puff, pass, smoke as much as you want to do it, drink as much as you want to do it, but you can't be getting behind wheels of cars right. doing stuff mm. like this. This this has to stop, man. Um, and um, like... And I say, Chris, it, it, it did get reported, I think, by Fight uh, Food, Sean Rossap. He said that it was no heat, like, whatsoever from WWE on live, like, none at all. Like, nobody was, right. like, upset. Mm. Nobody was... Because she, she's not on TV anyway. 
So then the, the plan was for her to come back in like 2024. So like she didn't like disrupt anything. And then on top of that, nobody, right. according to the report, was like remotely upset in the slightest. Well, that, that's that, that's that's yeah. an indictment on the wrestling business, though. Somewhere, right? Rob like, Van Dam and Sabu is sitting here. Rob, 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 yeah. Rob Van Dam is sick. <laughs> hey, yeah. some bullshit. <laughs> because, like, um, yeah, I, mean, I, if I was Rob Van Dam, I'd be Chris. like that too. You know, took his like, whole title run from him for some weed. <laughs> right? Yeah, they 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 buried him after the buried after that man. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's it's like there does need to be cons. I'm not saying that they need to be scorched earth consequences for stuff like this, but like this is th- like we we just had a woman um, get thrown in jail for th- like the formative years of her life for oh, striking mm-hmm. someone after a DUI. Mm-hmm. These kind of things can't be tolerated. We we have to be better in this business when it comes to stuff like that. And and again, you don't need to she's she's got to get some kind of fine or something for this, man, because it, it's it happens way too much in wrestling. And this and this goes on to what um what Andrew was talking about earlier with CM Punk. CM Punk doesn't do shit like this. You know, this is this, this these kind of things and then the thing about in the state of California Mm-hmm. If you get into um, a car accident um, under the influence of any substance, it's technically not an accident. They look at that as you decided to take some substance mm. that was going to make you inebriated mm-hmm. and made a conscious decision to get behind the wheel of a car. Um, and um, and that, but the thing is, is like worst case but- scenario if. I just I do think that the wrestling industry, the duopoly, the way it works is if one company got gets rid of Liv Morgan, another company is going to hire her. Yeah. And it's is and and no lessons get learned in wrestling. Um yes. Yeah, so 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 with Liv this is what like so me personally, bro, like I'm looking at it like I, I, I get what you're saying, Chris, but like I, I'm kind of like tired of people like kind of getting like locked down for me and the shit is like literally getting sold everywhere. I, I, I know that's not like the political response and you got to look at it from like a company standpoint. Mm-hmm. I get that's how you're looking at it, but I'm just like, bro, people be getting arrested for shit every day that's literally getting sold and profited. from. Yeah, but are you driving with it though? So, so 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 this, so this is what uh, it said a small bag of marijuana was found in the car along with a vape pen containing an oil like substance which tested positive for marijuana according to the village news uh she was charged with possession of marijuana and possession of synthetic uh cannabinoid according to public records um but i i, I haven't seen like anything about uh like her being like under the influence but more so that she just had the shit on her yeah well that's the the the, the law is if you have any kind of paraphernalia yeah, 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 yeah. with you in the car mm-hmm. even if you got like an open beer can even if you weren't drinking the beer if they got right, 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 right. if you got an open can in there they they can they the police can waste your time and mess with you for a long long time yeah. man yeah, it, yeah. It, it happened to me one time all right so yeah. it's holiday season i'm gonna give y'all a quick story man yeah so it's about 10, 15 years ago, Rookie Ray uh, mm. had gone to a party, 
and uh, there was bottles of hypnotic. We was on that. We was on that hip. Oh, yeah, that's the that's oh, the two thousands drink right there. Yeah, that hypnotic baby with a Q at the end. <laughs> was H- was hiding right with you? Uh, no, nah, hiding right wasn't. He with said hiding right. He was looking for hey, weed and women in Newport News. Hey, and if you, you want to hear that story, Bush episode one, episode Bush one, Bush Thompson, Post Wrestling Archives, and Jerry uh, was on that show, and, yeah. and Chris uh, was on that show. Boom. <laughs> uh, but I, so like, I had a bottle in the car that was empty, but it was like from the night before. And I'm driving back home the next morning, and it's like this long stretch, this like country road, and I get pulled over because I'm going too fast. Uh, and actually, no, I didn't get pulled over because I was going too fast. So I did actually commit a crime in this story. Now that I yeah, remember, yeah. so I had like a, I had a popsicle that I was got from Seven Eleven. I'm driving, eating the popsicle, driving, eating the popsicle. Finish the popsicle. It's sticky, man. I'm not gonna throw that sticky popsicle wrapper in my car, Ray. So I'm on this country road, man. You know what? I'm like looking around, looking around. Zoop. <laughs> popsicle wrap out the window got pulled over cop was like waiting I guess he was on that country road all day ain't had nothing to do saw the popsicle wrapper flutter through the through the air like that uh plastic bag in American Beauty and he was like hold on yeah. <laughs> pulled me over do you know why I pulled you over like um was I going too fast man he's like no uh, you know, I saw you throw that wrap out the car like, oh I did it, the way the wind was working it might have just had blown out of my hand I didn't mean to. That's my yeah. fault, officer. And so then he's looking. He sees the bottle of hypnotic in the back seat. <sighs> and he's like, it's like, hold on, man. You Have you been drinking, sir? I'm like, no, nah, man. I mean, I was last night, but I'm not right now. <laughs> so I had to do the breathalyzer and all that, Chris, for an empty bottle yeah. of hypno from the night before. So, yeah. Like, like, yeah. And I understand, live like, if, if you, you want to live your life, L.I.V., but, but yeah. you just got to be a little bit smarter, sis. Right, yeah. so, 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 y'all, so, y'all, this is what it, uh, so this is what it said. Uh, P- PW Insider had added um, that they said there might be a twist in Morgan's arrest accident, according to the update. Um, a story circulating inside WWE is suggesting that the vape pen that was in Liv's vehicle that wasn't hers, it just belonged to somebody else's who left it in there. Yeah. Well, that's so not, that that's never yeah. going to be an excuse if you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I, I know. Like, right. <laughs> like, I remember. Because I, I, I have a hypnotic story too. I was um <laughs> I was at some some party. Um this is <laughs> one of the the hood parties down south. Um you look at that, 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 that that's the Lord right there stopping this story. And then it was like, like mm. I was like, what you? And then I was like floating at the end of the night. It felt oh. like I was floating. I was like, what the hell is in this oh, thing? Hypnotic. And then um, the next morning, uh, my dude was like, oh yeah, we gave you some of that lean, yo. I was like, oh, lean. No. He's like, oh, they put, no. like they got the hypnotic, put some fucking cherry Nyquil in that motherfucker. Damn, like, oh, that's like, wild, some right, all kinds of stuff, man. Damn, that, that, that shit ain't even funny, right there. No, nah, nah, it ain't, man. I had no that clue what it, what it, what it, what it was. But they, but these Damn. brothers back down, back in the in the two thousands, man, man. They were downloading. They were drink, down in that shit like it was like water, man. They had, they had my man Chris out here acting like, oh, hey, Lil Wayne. 
Chris riding down the country road. If I don't do nothing, I'm a ball. <laughs> I think you can come up your money in like, a double bag, boy. Well, the, the, my dumb ass, like a month or so later, I was like, they was like, yo, you want some lean? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Give me some. And sure, that sounds refreshing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and the next time, that was like the oh, last man. time. I drank lean twice in my life. Damn. And Damn. the second time was just crazy, man. sideways, boys okay. in the day. Oh, yes. <laughs> that, that motherfucking post-wrestling drug test. But yeah, yeah, but that's like that's why they have it. Like you can if you buy NyQuil from CVS, you can't yeah. go up the street and to Walgreens and buy that shit because that's what people do with that it's stuff. Behind the counter yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they put it behind the counter and stuff too now. But yeah, like like I, I think the um like, I, 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 I don't think there's anything wrong with taking Liv's word for it. If she, if, if it was a friend of hers, vape pen, you got to pick better friends, um, that you let inside your car. Um, yeah. that's yeah. what Chris Rock said, at least on that, uh, how not to get pulled over by the police or get your Shout out to Hansi, man. We see you, brother. Yeah. Shout out to Hansi. Happy Please holidays, man. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Hansi. Happy holidays, man. Uh, and yeah, just you, you can't like when you are a professional, the responsibility is different than when you're not a professional, yeah, you know? you're a normal civilian. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, and I think yeah. the, the wrestling industry has got to do a better job, not just, um, WWE, but AEW, we <clears throat> like, we got to do a better job of, um, I better making... say shit, Chris, you say NBA, NFL, yeah, all these motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh yo, yo, this this Chris, comment Chris, got me. This comment got me. Chris really Chris, said Chris really said, why yes, let me wear my whistle. Well yes, let me wet my whistle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think, I, think that, I think that's exactly what I said word for word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like thank yeah. you, fine gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, yeah. I about to say, and Nate, Nate, before we uh move on to the main event, last thing. Uh, Charlotte Flair is uh, tore ACL. Yeah, man. Oh, that sucks, under- yeah. Yeah, she's gonna be undergoing surgery to estimate time. <clears throat> they they say it's nine months, but you know, you never know. You gotta right. take those things slowly, but definitely probably ain't gonna see Charlotte probably until like. Mm-hmm. Oh, am I still here? Yeah, you still here? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit, my damn, my damn earplug cut out. I'm about to put my. I thought, you, I thought you was sipping on some lean. That definitely gonna expect her to probably be out until like what late 2024, probably. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but big up to Charlotte Hope her surgery is successful. Shout out to the Queen. Yeah, Yeah, it feels feels like she just came back too, which is which is sad. Right, yeah. 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 I think um the 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 is it's never good to have to get surgery. Trust me, I know. But I think um, if you're going to look at the, from a positive, I do think that when she gets back, she'll be in something fresh, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's going to prolong her um, her um, her uh, importance in WWE in a weird way. Get, you know, get people time to miss you. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, so I, 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 I as while I feel bad for her, because um, I surgery sucks, man. Um, but um, I don't 
I, I don't I don't think this is the end of the road for her, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, no. But it is the end of the road for the show because we got one last topic. <clears throat> it's the holiday season, Chris. You know, time where you get together with friends, families, co-workers, you <clears throat> know, pass yeah. around a nice little cup of uh lean, wet your whistle a little bit. Uh, <laughs> don't don't drink, do lean, people. Yes, please drink responsibly. <laughs> If, yeah. if if you if you hadn't uh like Triple H said, we're trying to prepare you for all the pitches. Yeah. So if somebody asks yeah. if you want some Cisco, <laughs> yeah. some four loco, uh hypnotic, tell them yeah. no thank you. Uh, yeah, that 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 lean, that purple stuff, and purple drink is not drinking responsibly. Uh <laughs> yeah, it ain't. Uh, trust me, I know, man. No, it, it is not. It is not. <laughs> if, you do, if you do, don't get behind the wheel. Take yep. an Uber. It gets somebody yeah. to drive you home. Right, yes. yeah. Yes. That, that is what Uber and Lyft are for. Or mm-hmm. taxes, if you still got taxes in your neck of the woods. <clears throat> can, can, um, can y'all hear me or do I got stacks? We hear you. We can hear you. Uh, and you back just in time for the year end <clears throat> cookout. So we've done this a time or two before on this program. It's, it's a game we like to call Who All Gonna Be There? It's where we get wrestling personalities. <laughs> We get people involved in the world of sports entertainment, and we we set up a fictitious uh, cookout, a gathering here at the post office, and we will go through and uh, decide whether these individuals can a come on to the cookout, no restrictions, b get a plate, or c they can't even come, they can't even pull up to the cookout. So we're gonna start with we're gonna start with Ray. Uh, we'll go. We'll go. Ray Chinere, Andrew, Chris, me. Uh, that'll be our order. Uh, so the first name we've been talking about this man all month. Damn it, we've been talking about this man all year. The first person that's trying to get an invite to the post wrestling Kwanzaa Kickback Cookout, Phil Brooks, aka the Muffin Man. Ray, can Phil Brooks come to the cookout? Um, I don't know, man. It it, it just seemed like <laughs> uh. As long as he cool, like you, we'll, we'll have we'll have the muffins for you. We'll have a sun drift in the back. We know you don't drink. Um, I think That's he could come, but yeah, I, it, and he one of those friends with if you invite him, you can't invite like right, Jack. Right. Jack, you gonna have to stay home. We'll bring you a plate, Jack. Um, <laughs> Nick and uh, Nick and Matt, we, we gonna have to bring you a plate as well. We'll we'll, we'll just. <laughs> We'll just, or you drive by and I'll come by. I'll come outside. Don't come in. Don't come in. I'll, I'll, I'll come outside and get you a plate. But, uh, but um, yeah, I I would invite him. He, he seemed, yeah, he seemed cool with me. I think we got we got we got things in common. We got video games, and I like a little bit of punk rock every now and then. So um, yeah, we got hey, things hey, in common. Where, where you like where you like punching people in the face, bro? I don't know about all that. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Brad, see that? That's hilarious right there. The fucking name, <laughs> too. That's perfect. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, I, I like keeping I like keeping the peace. So that's why if I'm going to invite him, then it's other people that I can't invite. Right. Legitimately. <laughs> so, Ray, so you are inviting Punk. Yes. Ray's inviting Punk. Chi-Chi, can Punk come to your cookout? Yeah, I think right now he's very happy, man. He's in a very good mood. He's very happy, <laughs> very positive. So you know he can pull up. Let's 
let's chill. Bring AJ, please. Thanks. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bring Lyra. real quick. Just why, why, why you mentioned that? What are, what are the odds you think? There's just the even the slightest bit of chance mm. that AJ Lee shows up in the, at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not gonna limit it to the Royal Rumble. I'm gonna say at some. But do you think there's even a chance that she shows up, or do you think it's just about to be like all oh, like just hype or whatever like that just because punk back? I think there is a chance that she's going to come back. Yeah. I don't know whether she's going to actually get active, right? And I don't mm. know whether she's going to be there to stay. She could do one of those things where, like, she pulls up, for example, at the do, Royal Rumble. Do, do what Trish did. Just... Huh? Mm. I said, do, do, do what Trish did. Like, come for a little bit, do, yeah. like, a three, four-month jump, and then... Type of yeah, thing, and then dip. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. And I would love to see it. I feel like we never got... AJ, AJ, like fully. So I, yeah. I'd love to see her back. So yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. she's still she's still active in wrestling, man. Low key, Wow might be one of the most fire shows in wrestling this year. Uh, and and AJ's about to say, on Wow. Nate, she left that jump. She gone. What? Yeah, she left. Damn, I'm behind on my Wow generation too. <laughs> she left. A, 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 AJ dipped out. But yeah, I mean, no, it, it, where I'm at right like now, Penelope thing. Pink's still the champion. I think Prince is also beat. I'm behind. I need to catch up on my CO reviews. Okay, Nate, my man, hip on the wild. That's I'll be out I here watching you. wild, listening to Taylor Swift. That's what I do in 2023 now. This hey, is my hey, life hey, now. And they read that comment from T. Anthony, bro. Yo, Ray's favorite video game, Punch Out. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Mike Tyson's Punch Out, the OG Punch Out with the yeah. Mr. Dream. <laughs> Mr. Dream. <laughs> uh, Andrew, can the Muffin Man come to the cookout? Yeah, punk slide through, man. You know what? You, you see, you, you know what, bro? Like every once in a while, you gotta enjoy a little bit of drama. You know, when you when you, when you ain't got no drama right, going right. on, you 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 enjoy seeing a little bit of razzle dazzle every, every now and then, <laughs> sp- spice some shit up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, punk punk slide through. Maybe you start a fight or two. You never know. For my enjoyment, <laughs> for go. my enjoyment, Chill, for my enjoyment. <laughs> uh, professor, can punk get the invite? Yeah, but. <laughs> here's the thing with CM Punk there is one thing that he did in in his current WWE run that did kind of annoy me a little bit is he ran into Kofi Kingston backstage mm. on Raw oh, yeah. and he said Jamaican hey what's up Kofi Jamaican me crazy or some shit like that yeah. CM Punk was in WWE when Kofi Kingston was transitioning out of that bullshit, he right. fought on the Survivor Series team, the Hillside, where um, it was all the black people in WWE at the time and Christian versus Randy Orton's team <laughs> of people. Um, and don't don't try to play play me like that. You know what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like him. Because you ain't you ain't enjoy that interaction, bro. No, nah, I didn't like the Jamaican me crazy. I like the interaction, but that he took me out of it because I, went I one see, step too far. Yeah, I could see um, CM Punk and Kofi Kingston as a feud. Actually, I really do because mm. of that, because of their history with each other. Mm. But when you when you act bro, like you didn't know, I, 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 I could also like I see them like tagging. They, like I can see that too. I, yeah. I think you can't go wrong with them together at all because yeah. they were tag team champions together too. Yeah. Um, mm. But I That'd just, cool. 
yeah, I just what, 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 what was was it the part of like hearkening back to just just the part of Kofi's past that he's yeah, just some of the Jamaican me crazy shit. Okay, you know okay. better than that, CM. You heard <laughs> Kofi? I don't do that anymore. I don't do yes, that. Yes, right, stop right. That. Stop I mean, that he, crap. He, he he took hey Chris, and see see this, see, this is what Chris got me. He uh, Punk, Punk went in <laughs> or. Uh, on, on Kofi and, and, and Ricochet, but he said he, he praised Chad Gable. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> he, he, said, he said one of them sucks at video games. Which yeah, Ricochet. Right yeah. now, Ricochet, Ricochet does. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, maybe beating the brakes off of Ricochet. Yeah, yeah Ricochet yeah. be getting his yeah. ass beat I, up. I, up like, look, man, I'm always, <laughs> like, if, I, I do not, like, look, if you, I, I respect, if you knock, if you buck, that's yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think Punk said nothing bad and worse that WWE done treated Kofi over the past five fucking six years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. shit. That, that, that's like minuscule. Ever since Kofi Mania. Ever right, since yeah, Kofi yeah. Mania. Well, he's, well, and, and, and CM Punk is like, um, he's told road stories about He fucking him. loves Kofi, bro. Yeah. Kofi, yeah. Yeah. He loves Kofi. But he's still, I just, the, bus, the Jamaican me crazy thing is just, that was but why are you bringing up old stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, didn't, I just didn't like that at all. It's, it's, it's like, come on, man. Because that was the thing in in that match, that Survivor Series match. Uh, Kofi Kingston pinned CM Punk, and right after he pinned CM Punk, he pinned um Randy Orton uh to win that match mm-hmm. for um for the black guys and Christian. Christian. <laughs> yeah so uh, but, uh, wait, is, is, is that that is that that segment when they all in the backstage and he like you know it, it's, it's something different about one of us yeah 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 he's like I'm an ECW guy yeah, yeah, and yeah, they, yeah I think they stole that from um uh Malcolm in the middle because that's but, what hey, happened with uh uh Malcolm's dad and all of his black friends, <laughs> yes, and they yes. were like, "Come on, we're, I'm oh, different. Yeah. Y'all are professionals, and I'm not." You know, and it's Christian <laughs> hit him with the, "Yeah, I, you know, we're not the same. Uh, I'm an ECW guy, and y'all are." You know, it was it was, it was, it was that, cute. That, nah, it but was, that shit was funny. That yeah, shit was yeah, it was cool. You know, but yeah, but like I like I said, I I, I like. I like CM Punk because I there's a genuosity with CM mm. Punk that you don't get out of a lot of wrestlers. I think mm-hmm. with, with CM Punk, um, he, he always feels real and fresh. You know, he doesn't feel like a person that's like trying to toe the company line all the time. Right. Um, and um, he's a, and um, as long as he's calmed down, I, I'm never going to be a fan <laughs> of anybody hitting somebody for no reason. Um, if you hit somebody for a reason, that's one thing. But you know, just you know, you know, and 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 I, on a sidebar, Jungle Boy. I hope he's not the leader of that clown shit. <laughs> um, but hey, think about how crazy this shit is, bro. Luke Perry's son is the reason why CM Punk <laughs> came back to WWE. You know how crazy right, that yeah. shit is. Yeah, man. That's right, crazy, yeah. bro. Yeah, man. yeah. And that's a, the, 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 no one's talking about that because if. Like, for I don't think Jungle Boy is ready to be a leader of the of a faction. Um, if that was me, Christian would be the the devil, and Christian would be eight beat would beat uh, MJF for the for that uh, title. That's just me. The world title. The world title. Yeah, no, I think I think no, I think Christian no, no, is no, hateable brother. enough right Christian's now. Christian too busy stealing stealing people's moms. Yeah, I think, but but I think Sh- that Shana I think Cage and Nick I think, Cage. I think, <laughs> I think the, a cult leader 
as world champion always works. Mm-hmm. That's what nah, uh, it always nah. works. Because CM Punk no, 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 was a no, cult no, leader. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about your cult leader. I, I just, nah, I'm, I'm good. So that's why I'm you said shout out to David Koresh last time? <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we were talking about the Branch Davidians. He could have been a top, he been a top wrestling heel. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think that, like, because and, and I'm not saying Christian needs to be a world champion for a long time. Just transition him to get him to swerve or somebody mm. else. I don't think MJF is a hot character right now. Um as a matter of fact, I think he's a, a change the channel character. Mm. Um, but that's my that's one man's opinion. Don't, I don't, don't let Tony Khan hear you say that. I know he'll 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 uh, he'll. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll like we, 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 talk, we talking about that honestly. Like I, I know they got we got the uh, the world's end pay per view coming up. Like I, I I wouldn't be mad if Joe beat MJF for the title. But no. the, but, the, but see, seeing is how we got what we got with uh. <clears throat> yeah, Hangman is like Hangman is swerving. We got that recent interaction with Hangman and MJF and what they got going on now. Uh, like, uh, there's a part of me, bro, that kind of wants Hangman to be MJF and then Swerve is the one to be Hangman for the Hangman. title. Because yeah. I, 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 I just feel like that'd be like a great story. Yeah. But, but again, I also think that comes down to how patient people are willing to be in terms of Swerve's, you know, his trajectory. Because we talked about like the, um, 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 the, the triple crown for the Continental Classic. You know, and John Moxley's leading right now, so I'm trying to think about like what exactly. But I mean, honestly, but like, like after just seeing the interactions and the way that it's going, I wouldn't be upset if we got Hangman when was the one to get the title back and then Swerve ends up taking the title from Hangman. I think that'd be that'd be nice. But I also think that depends on how long people are willing to wait. But Chris, can yeah. can can CM Punk come back? Can CM Punk come and cook out, Chris? Oh yeah, he come to the LA, them LA he, streets. He, he, he 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 could come. He could come. Just don't start fights with anybody. Again, I'm about to say Chris. Chris, I'm about to say Chris. Y'all could make that a reality on the thirtieth. Yeah, mm. it'll be a oh, key yeah. of form, L.A. <clears throat> yeah, I have other pressing matters I got to deal with at the moment, but I'm yeah, I'm considering. You dug you dug you dug in Omas. That's what you know. Right, right. No, I, dug I, in Omas. I, I actually like if it were if it were up to me, I would go to Mania this year because I know most of y'all are going to be there, so yeah. I I would like to do that, but. Um, and I would also, but and I'd also like to go to Sting's last match too. But mm-hmm. um, well, well, that's in um, Charlotte, right? That's in Greensboro, right? Greensboro, Greensboro, yeah. Greensboro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> I would love to do both of those things, but um, just right now with uh, the the stem cell treatment, I got to get. Um, right. I, I like once that passes, I'll be able to do a lot more stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, CM CM Punk definitely. Mm-hmm. Man, so. <laughs> So right you? now we got four out of the five of us saying <clears throat> this man one Bill Phil. But hey, hey, bro, I always, I always laugh at how whenever CM Punk come up, this motherfucker <laughs> turned into a twenty minute conversation out of nowhere. <laughs> I, 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 I swear to God, bro, we just had the most at simple least. thing, and this motherfucker somehow CM Punk turned into a twenty minute conversation. I swear it never fails, though. That's that's because he's fails. a star, Andrew. That's what stars yeah. do. Bro, I, I I would never in my life ever not say CM Punk is a star ever again, bro. Ever again. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever said that, but I would so, never say I got two things to say. First, yes, CM Punk can come to the cookout for me. I would have him, like, sequestered, though, right? Because, you know, we've all had those holiday gatherings mm-hmm. when you got the grown folks part of the party, and then you got the kids part of the party. <laughs> CM Punk can't go nowhere near the kids part of the party because he don't know how to act around younger people. <laughs> he got to stay with everybody 35 and above. That's where you right. that's your lane field. Mm-hmm. You know, you can hang out with everybody 35 and above. Anybody under that age, you can't hang with. 
But the other right. thing I want to say, Andrew, this next brother is always welcome at the cookout. He's another person that's got that Lakers in-season tournament banner hanging on his wall. <laughs> the good brother from True Hill Heat making his way to the show. Oh, close out the show with us. Y'all, give it up for the villain. The true make me, making me put on my Laker, my Laker jacket yeah. right quick. Like, like, yeah. Re in the building. About, he talking about he the, got the hat on too. We got, we got, we in season right now. Like, yeah, y'all had me sitting back there in line for a plate at the cookout. Like my ass was getting tired. I was about to fall asleep waiting for a plate. What, what hey, I was how, doing? How, what, how, I, hold on, Andrew, what I was doing for Sid was, you know. Um, you know, he, through no fault of his own, he wasn't ready to come on the show. So I had to make sure he saw was ready for every pitch that he could handle, much like Jade Carter. We didn't want to rush into the main stage. <laughs> He's got to call my man an untrained rookie. You you try to you try to you try to be like Triple H in the Survivor Series press conference. <laughs> then you gonna have you gonna have all these people saying I should I should win the Royal Rumble after the boss just said I wasn't ready. What's wrong with this, people? What's wrong with I'm people? Glad you said that, SP, because this is spilled <laughs> over to other podcasts. I I hadn't listened to you um, this past week. But yeah, I'm glad you said that because that's exactly how some of us feel on this podcast. That's preposterous. That's preposterous. That's preposterous. I'm sorry. Who said she was winning the World Rumble? Who said that? There is a lot of people no, online no, 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 that believe it. One of my good, one of my good friends from over from the UK, who is who can get a plate at the cookout, Alex McCarthy. He had a tweet where he said if it was him booking, he would have Jay Cargill win the Royal oh, Rumble. Nah, see, that, 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 see, see that, that? That's why when you make statements like that, you got to be very specific. I thought right, I shout people out. I would shout people out because I only had that one interaction with him. It took like two interactions with Rick Eugino to talk him down off that hill because he wanted to do he wanted to do Bianca by the minute that uh, Jay got signed. I'm like, oh, yeah, slow down, bro. Yeah, like, like, dude, like, dude. I understand you got two kids, so you probably quick with the trigger, but let's let's calm down with the quick ejaculation here. Like, let's calm down. Let's let's build up the wood here before we start fucking. Like, that's all I'm saying. SP three is on one tonight. Hold on. Two things. Number one, we want you to play this cookout game with us. But number two, before we do that, me and Sid got business because you know I I don't normally like to air family business out in the public streets. But oh shit, there was somebody on this program who might be directly underneath me if you're watching the video that said this man Phil Brooks, uh, Carmichael, Montavious Punk. That's his government. Mm-hmm. Yep. Said he was never gonna show up. And then what what what, what? No, I survivor series. I said I said it was the wrong place for him to show up. Uh, and I got proven right that first Raw promo because they didn't know what the hell they were doing. They was like, shit, we only got six minutes. Let's throw him out there. Just say just say I'm home. You what you, you know, the biggest, the biggest crock of the, the, the most ingenuous thing he said. He was like, I'm bad because I love you guys. I love you guys. 
He said it twice, guys, because he didn't believe himself the first time. He was like, I love you guys. I love you. Oh, that's the one. I love you guys. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. So I was proven right that they are going to kind of shuffle their feet for a little bit here. They've already announced him for the Royal Rumble, so we won't see him for a couple of weeks. He was supposed to, he should have just came back at the Royal Rumble. That's what I said. But but you can't you can't pass up Chicago Sid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago. Like that was just it's just it's, it's just if the wrestling business doesn't work like that the wrestling business is they don't wait yeah if if especially when Dude, how many times this dude gotta return to chicago we get it you are from chicago congratulations Derek rose congratulations kanye west congratulations there's only one time where you can return. Dwayne Wade, guess what? He's going to return. He's going to return to Miami, not in Chicago. He's from Chicago. <laughs> I, I, I'll say this: they were, they were, they were never going to waste that moment with uh, CM Punk. They just weren't. That's just not <laughs> how wrestling works, especially when there's an AEW that exists and you could stick it to them. Man, all I'm going to say. And, I, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know, Ray, Chi-Chi, because I'm, I'm fired up right now. You had me waiting back there, and I had to listen to y'all talking about CM Punk. Man, fuck CM Punk! This, ja- this Laker jacket is now my jacket for when I'm going to be defending Seth Rollins. Y'all are disrespectful <laughs> to Seth Rollins. What? No one, dude, who said oh, Seth Rollins? All y'all are happy that CM Punk is back here. This man has worked <laughs> his ass off. I watched him as a young man in Ring of Honor at the Hammerside Ballroom when he was Tyler Black. And my friends were sitting with me. I was like 19, 20 years old. I was like, this guy's going to be in the WWE. And I'm like, no, he's not. He proved them all wrong. He made it to WWE. And you know what they said when he finally got the big paycheck? When he finally signed his big contract? They said, hey, you and this other guy that's been working for 10 years to get here... Y'all can train one of the wrestlers' kids. Y'all can train this guy in a work-study program we're calling The Shield. It was created by CM Punk. Apparently, he took credit for it. Work-study program called The Shield. He trains them to become a main eventer. Then, he's number one, and the guy that trained him is number two? Are you kidding me? He's the one that became the champion first. He was the greatest cash-in of all time. WWE champion, world heavyweight champion, intercontinental champion, the workhorse of this damn company, and he's been number two to a guy he trained. And then last year, this motherfucker with daddy issues. This motherfucker who left why, why this, dude, this dude, this dude is a culture vulture who you guys are up here praising, praising him. Oh, the king. He wait, wait, explain the culture vulture stuff. He's a culture vulture. Explain it. Hey, when you're married chocolate, it's very easy to, to culture vulture. I'm it's very easy to wear a daishiki and eat fried chicken. I mean, I'm just saying he so Stephen Punk has done that ring. stuff. But he left. He left. And he's trying to tear down his company with a whole new company with his friends. 
and it didn't work out for him because the fans turned against him. And then he comes back here and he takes my guy's number two spot. So now he's number three. He's so number three. And that makes him a culture vulture. I'm trying to understand. No, 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 no. We're, we'll get back to that. I'm I'm on I'm on a journey here. I'm on a journey here. Any questions are safe for after 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 the, the testimony. After everything. Any other questions? So this guy comes back. I get it. He takes my number two spot. That number two spot that I've just had to sit in for years, even though the guy I helped train that took the number one spot had leukemia, and then my wife takes the number one spot. And then I think I get my number two spot back when Roman comes back, then Cody takes the number two spot. And now the dude that's been calling me a bootlicker for a decade mm. is number three, and I'm number four. Mm. <coughs> Yeah, it's funny how life works sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, how the, how the, how the, how the, how the fuck did we get all this? What, what the fuck happened to the cookout question? He don't deserve to be at the cookout. He's taking jobs from Hispanics. He's taking jobs from Hispanics. Kobe Lopez. Kobe Lopez. That's stepfather's last name. The dude is a white guy. Just because you have a Mexican stepfather, that you don't get you don't get Latin Latino by osmosis. That's not how it works. And you don't become Devante because you're marrying some chocolate. So that's so you just proved my point. You just proved my point. Culture voting. Thank you. You answered your own question. Thank you, Chris. Um, I didn't ask a question. Yes, you did. You said, you said, how is he a culture vulture? And then you explained, you don't get, you don't become a Spanish for osmosis. You don't get, become a Devante because you married some chocolate. So how Same is difference. CM Punk the culture vulture? I never call CM Punk. I never call CM Punk the culture vulture. Who's this culture vulture? Devante. Okay, okay, okay. Like, I've said that, like, eight times. Like, listen, you're a teacher. You're a teacher, but you don't listen to the other teachers? When the other teachers, when the other professor has a whole class, you don't listen to the other class? How about, how about we listen to Nate get to the next person? Thank you, Andrew. Oh, yes. So we know Sid ain't letting the punk come to the cookout. So, so we, so, yes. Sid, no see a punk. So yeah, so no Sid Punk was Sid. Even though Sid uh Sid, I'm sure when Sid comes to the cookout, he's gonna bring that uh case of Sprite that he owed me. Uh, but <laughs> what? Uh we, we had that bet on CM Punk. Oh, I, I was uh, like <laughs> uh but but the next person is somebody we just talked about before. We talked about Phil Brooks, Sid. Tony Khan. Does Tony Khan get an invite to the cookout? Oh shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 what I say? What I say? People, people are muting me and stuff. Muting me and stuff. No, Tony Khan does not deserve to be at the cookout. No, until we get Athena on some AEW television, mm. until Swerve Strickland is our AEW World Championship, mm. until we get the AEW version of the Chronic Two which is Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee because we keep getting told that's going to happen, but they keep pushing it back a year like the Chronic 2. If, until we get that, all of that, until, until you book Keith Lee properly, 
Mm. So we get all of that? No, you're Tony Khan, you're not yeah. invited. I'm sorry. And we never really even got the Chronic 2. We got the Chronic 2001, and the Chronic 2 was a, <laughs> was a Death Row compilation mm. that should not put together. There, mm. there you go. There you go. See? Yeah. All comes together right there. But yeah, I, I will say... He he is on consider he's on the waiting list okay, because okay. he licensed still tipping this weekend. So because he licensed Mike Mike Jones, you get you get on the waiting list, Tony Khan. Okay, okay. He's not even gonna get a blade. Like not even blade. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> he got a wait. No. He got a waiting list. Waiting list. Uh, Ray, can Tony Khan come to the cookout? I'm in agreement. No, I, I'm mm. not. I'm right. I'm not invite him. I'm not even telling them it's gonna be a cookout <laughs> because then he's gonna be on Twitter like everybody else got invited to the. I'm doing everything <laughs> right, and I get invited to the cookout. No, I'm not even telling them I'm having a party. Mm, damn, <laughs> yo, this is so crazy because I believe last year when we did this, Tony Kyle was first battling into the cookout. This year is not looking so good, Chicha. <laughs> Can TK come to the cookout? Uh, not not this year. Not this year. Mm-hmm. I think he could really use his time for other things. You know what I mean? Like, you know, perhaps learning um, <clears throat> media, how he's going to navigate that and all of that. So he could use his time for other things. But maybe next <clears throat> year. Mm, Chris, can Tony Khan come to the cookout? I'm inviting him to the cookout. Um, okay, okay. I, there's Explain. some... Plan. There's some <laughs> answers from... Uh, there's some answers from Tony Khan mm-hmm. that I think would best be given in a cookout setting that I need. Um, and um, it wouldn't be like a like um, just a friendly eat your barbecue and drink your dro or whatever kind of thing. It'll be like, um, yeah, so explain to me what's how Jay Cargill ended up in WWE, you know, mm. I'd ask some questions. I, I'd ask some, some serious uh, questions. Cause I, cause as for all of Tony Khan's faults, I don't think he's um, um, a maniacal racist or anything like that. I do think he's got some blind spots for, um, for um, non black talent you know i think he's i think he he likes his white guys man mm. <laughs> and I, I i would like to have him explain that i think i'd i'd at least give him a chance to explain himself so let's he, let's he just going he just going to eat and leave when you start asking those questions right. this is why <laughs> you got to invite him to well, the barbershop you got to invite him to the barbershop cuz yeah, there's yeah. a blade next to his head when you <laughs> ask these questions uh, yeah what? You invite him to the barber shop to get his taper fade or his Jew flow taped up, and that's when you ask him a question. He'll, he'll, an- he'll answer the question in a roundabout way. Like, rem- remember when... Uh, I, 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 have no, I, have no, I have no comment on that right now. There, there was this on one right scrum with TK, and somebody asked him a shoot question as to why Tully Blanchard isn't in AEW anymore and how did um how did um uh Nana get his guys and then Tony Khan gave the most like kayfabe answer to the to the question and I'm I was like what 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 the fuck kind of press conference is this dude like mm. it was 
it, and that was, I think that press conference set the trajectory for what would be more BS answers from uh, Tony Khan in press conferences. So I do agree with uh, SP on that front. I don't, I do think the you'd have to get him in the barbershop or, you know, I, I don't know. You need to come like, to Jesus meeting. Yeah, yeah. He said, come to man. Jesus meeting. And yeah. complain, you, you complain to the uh, deadliest place and be like, yeah. you don't want to get this plate. TK, come to the cookout, Andrew. He get a play. He can't stay, though. He mm. got to roll out. Yeah, you get to get the play. You got to go, bro. And that's it. <laughs> See, for me, I'm like, the only way TK can come to the cookout is if TK funds the cookout and yeah. has us on the yacht for the cookout and buys all the bottles <laughs> for the cookout. He trying to, try to finesse them. Right, <laughs> right. But, but if, I'm, if I'm coming out of pocket, if me and SP3 is going in on this case of soda for the cookout, nah, you can't come to the cookout because as uh, T. Anthony said in the comments, man, like there's so many things like <clears throat> Big Swole that I would want to talk to Tony about. Uh, like why the hell couldn't you think of anything to do with Sonny Kiss for three years that I would right. want to talk to Tony about? Like why has it taken you so long to have more than one women's match on a show that I would want why to Why is Nyla Rose not on my TV? She's entertaining. Exactly. Why is Nyla Rose not on TV? Uh, mm-hmm. Why are you on Twitter so damn much, Tony? Like, and I don't think so. How'd you fumble Mercedes Monet, Tony? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, she, she probably saw what the fuck was going on in the division. She was like, hold on. Yep. She, she was like, like, you know hey, what? Hey, bro. Hey, 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 we, we all us was just talking about that, like, literally, with what when they did. We, talk, we was talking about how, like, AEW, but they have, like, such a strong core women's division. But it's like, they don't <laughs> realize, like, how stronger the division they have and what they could build on what they already have. It's like, it's fucking crazy. It's like like I, I, it's, it's a part of me that like genuinely does not understand. Like you have this like immense amount of talent that you could be just exercising all over the place, but you choose to like slot them in one position, and then when you and then when they do get put in those positions, nine times or I would say like eight times out of ten, they always show out. And then like it's like nothing changes from that. Like maybe you'll get like a little tweak here and there, but it also ends up like rotating and going back to where it was originally. Mm. Shit is crazy. Yeah, it's just a conveyor belt of women exactly. that they kind of kind of use. They use these these girls for like three months, then put her back on the career belt, then use three more girls, and then they, he finds like the girls. Talking about Sid, like Abaddon only show up at Halloween. Yeah, Abaddon <laughs> shows up at Halloween time. Rehill shows up when we need a number one contender. It's like this is what happens. This is what right. this is how it goes. And the, the, the thing with me and AEW and their women's division mm. is I don't think WWE's women's division is the greatest at the moment, but it's still better than AEW's, you know, yeah. like um, just by comparison, because I don't really love the stuff that's going on in WWE with the women at the moment. But the AEW stuff is I just don't even really know what's going on. I'm trying to figure it out <clears throat> um it, at it, least I, with it's probably, it's probably just a utilization thing bro like it's just <clears throat> yeah. different talents being utilized in different spots <clears throat> I'm, I'm i'm fucking dying that he said rio was a uh, real comeback every time she had number yep. she had number one, she <laughs> number one contender. oh we got rio we got rio here 
She come, so I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, just realizing that, like, that, like, every time she comes back, yeah. it's always for like that number one contenders match. Like, I, that shit is hilarious. That's every six hilarious. months, every six months, <laughs> we need a number one contender. Let's put Rio back in here. And also, another thing that's really hurt the perception of AEW. Really, when you think about AEW throughout you know, the four years now that it's been in creation, the height of the women's division was the Thunder Rosa, Britt yeah, Baker yeah. whole feud uh, and storyline from twenty. 2021 through 2022 and that has a negative stigma to it because we now know they don't like each other right. we now know that Britt baker i mean for better or worse i'm just gonna say it she went on a whole poli- yeah. politicking campaign to right. badmouth thunder rosa yeah. and made and made a lot of and then still a lot of fans out there that believe the crap that be like oh man yeah. she held the division up by holding right. on to the title i'm like no, that's, I'm pretty sure that's a management decision. Hey, I'm pretty right. sure. I'm pretty sure the first promo when she told us about the back injury, she cut the promo like she was giving up the title. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And then we got told she's the interim champion because the man, the guy in charge, Tony Khan, the guy you're always picking up, Britt, that was the person you should have been upset with. And then the biggest, the biggest job that they did because Britt did a great job of kind of putting that perception out there to people in the locker room and fans. And then all access came out this year. And then that just, that just blew up everything because that exposed Britt Baker for what she was doing behind the scenes to the point that her number one supporter, Tony Schiavone looked her in the face and said, stop, stop talking about her. You're always talking about her. Just stop. Like when Tony yes. Schiavone tells Britt Baker that on a reality show, you know how bad it is because we don't know what was not filmed on the reality show with her talking about Thunder Rosa. So both girls that are like the height of that women's division have a bad stigma around them for better or worse. So now like the whole, the whole perception of the women's division is like, it's never been good. But I, I remember, yeah. um, I think it was like around May or sometime. Like it was around this time, like when those stories started coming out and circulating. And I think All Access was still on TV as well. I remember Thunder Rosa. She had done an interview. I think it was with uh, it was for like Mental Health Month or Busted Open Radio. Right. She was talking mm-hmm. about like how like all the stuff that was being said about her that was coming from the locker room. It like drove it to a point like where she was like suicidal. Like her verbiage, like yeah. she said that. And I was like, dude, when, when it's getting to that point, like right. you got people making all these like right. little, little shit remarks about you and spreading it amongst your colleagues to the point where it's making you think in that way. <clears throat> like, I think that at some point you got to have somebody step in. You would think it would be, you know, the Tony. CEO of your company <laughs> to, to come in and like handle that. Like, especially like, bro, I, I don't think that you got to get to a point where you got to expect everybody that works for you in, in his from his perspective to get along. I don't think that's just like plausible to expect everyone under your roof to like each other but when it gets to a point where you got an individual who's openly openly on podcast speaking about how she was getting to a point where she was thinking about like getting to suicidal thoughts i think that's when you got to kind of like you got to buck like bugger shit down and like bring shit in the house you got to bro you got to the wrestling business has always had this bad like especially with fans um just had this bad thing where they pick and choose who they're going to give the benefit of the doubt to you know and i mm. think um with um thunder rosa because um brit baker was kind of like the new thing um and brit baker was talking smack um they fans just kind of like 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 we always say on this show um 
we don't know wrestlers well enough to be like, you know. Hey, hey make, Chris, Chris, you, Chris, you could you could add this point in. Like, I also yeah. like to sp 3s point. The thing is with Britt, like she was the one that was getting, like even on the All Access show, she was the one that was getting her 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 POV out there. And Dunder Rosa was the one that was like, she she wouldn't directly address it. She would like speak on it sometimes, like even on like again on Busted Open Radio. She would like touch on things, but she would never like directly address these exact situations. Whereas Britt Baker, she would go in these interviews, like it is like on document or her calling Thunder Rose out, saying, "Hey, y'all don't like X, Y, and Z." But like again, when you allow people to speak on your name like that, and you don't yeah. get your other side out there, the public perception is going to lean towards the individual that is calling you out directly because I guess there's perception there that they have nothing to lose by calling you out and you must be on the receipt. You must be on the wrong end of the situation if you're not covering up or, or speaking up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, that yeah, also yeah. worked against Thunder Rosa <laughs> in that scenario because she chose yeah. to be the quote unquote bigger person, but it just made her look like mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And, and and wrestling fans have a tendency to go like if you're not this isn't just wrestling fans this is just fandom yeah, in general that that's that's fans it, it's general. like you people have a tendency to go with the person that's the bigger name and be like yeah. oh i'm siding with this person because there's no way in hell my favorite actor or my favorite wrestler or my favorite bas- basketball player could ever do something like bad or like anything that, like yeah, that. Yeah. So you get you get you move away from objective. Draymond would never hit anybody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You move away from like objective <laughs> conversations and then you get to this this point right here. Yeah. Um I do hope that um thund- I do think Thunder Rosa will be in better shape now than she was before she left. Um because I think people do miss her. Um, wait, just wait till, the, wait till that contract expires. I'm telling you, she out of there. I'm telling yeah. you. It, seem, it seems like it because yeah. Tony Khan did not make it. the you right decisions. It. He did you not make it. the right He did not make the right decisions with all, all with the brawl out thing. He did not make the right decisions <laughs> hey, with hey, hey, this hey, whole hey, situation. Hey. He should have nipped it in the bud instead of having Thunder Rosa go up there and apologize to people. Like, yeah. what did she have to apologize? It was your decision. That was the whole reason they were mad at her is because you kept the title on her. So why are you? Why did she apologize? Oh, because she didn't let people know on time about her back injury. Like she didn't. She didn't know she was dealing with the pain and, and wrestling with the pain, and then she couldn't anymore, and you got upset. And you're mad at her because management decided to keep the title on her. It made no freaking sense with that whole yeah. thing. And then with the whole CM Punk and the elite, I am sorry. Like, you know, he tell me, oh, we don't want to work with CM Punk and FTR. I, I'm going to be like, okay, that's nice. Well, you just signed this new contract. So yeah, exactly. you will. You like, will. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Because you're, and you're, you're going to get a big bag of money for it. Oh, yeah. poor you. Poor yeah. you. Yeah, I agree with that too, because it's like, that, that that's how the, like, if, 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 um, if, uh, Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jabet, Jessica Parker, could do all those seasons of Sex in the City while they hated each other's guts and still get the bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If Edge and Matt Hardy can work together mm-hmm. when they had their shit, they were, they were going through. Hey, Brad, I, I, I'm dying to have you say Edge and Matt Hardy and everybody say, mm. 
Mm. <laughs> Points were made. Yes. Points were made. But this this is more this is more on the level of a of a Brett and Sean. And Brett and Sean. Did, we, yeah. But but unfortunately, that's not the best example to give in favor of this because uh, it, we found out that Brett shouldn't have trusted Sean. So I mean, yeah. like, so, I mean so, I, this is why this is why I have stayed firmly on the fence when it comes to the elite and and punk because i don't want to venture too far left because i know with the elite i understand it's totally different there's so many people yeah. wwe fans that were quick to say oh you see seth rollins is willing to work with cm punk oh AEW and the elite should have done that well i'm sorry guys CM Punk said some bad words about Seth Rollins. He did not punch him in the face. Yes. So why are the His homeboy didn't bite anyone to Seth Rollins. Uh, his home, it, not, Seth Rollins didn't have a chair thrown at his head. Um, I'm just saying. There's levels to this. I think that people don't understand that part. No, they do understand. I do understand that part. I just don't understand why there's been no reports of Tony Khan putting an asserted effort to get this done because it feels like it feels like that CM Punk. You should have saw the signs that this guy was a ticking time bomb when he came back in June. This guy went to WWE. His plan was already in fruition before he comes back. Showed up in WWE in April. There's been situations in wrestling where people have gotten into knockdown, drag down, drag out fights, and they've still had to kind of work together. That's how it used to be all the time in the territory. Yeah, I'm, say, then, then, uh, I'm not then, saying then, that's then, how then, it should T- still be, but I'm just then, saying then, that. Put hands and feet on Batista. He did. Yeah, exactly. And they had to work a pay per view the very next. Jericho and Goldberg. Yeah, like this. Yeah. This is this is you. You, you guys are grown ass fucking men. Get over whatever shit you got going on. Because at the end of the day, all we know from that brawl out situation is the he he said, she said stuff, you know, and people are going to trust who they believe, whoever's telling the story. Um, You you let and now TK's tweeting on how fans are picking on him and shit. You made the decision to let that dude go. You got to you. You at the very least. When you fire a guy, even if you have like firing remorse or whatever, you have to be at peace with your decision. You have to yeah. because that because you're never gonna grow if you're still upset. Like if you break up with um your girlfriend and then all of a sudden she's dating Usher the next week and now you're <laughs> sad because you broke up with your girlfriend, you gotta be happy with the you gotta. You have to understand and be satisfied with the fact that you <laughs> did the right thing. Because now you're talking, all you're doing is getting uh, mad that Usher is banging her back out and you're no longer doing it. Right. It's driving you. It's, it's going right. to it's, it's make you lose your mind. And I think that's where TK is at right now. All right. Hey, hey, all, 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 all I'm going to say on this is Tony better than me because Punk would have got his release on November 26th. Good fucking luck in Chicago, buddy. Paper is <laughs> over. Right. You, 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 I would have sat his ass on home, too. I would have sat his to make 
sure it was past that Chicago show. I would have been petty. I would have just said, you sit your your ass at home for getting in a fight with Luke Perry's kid. You hitting Dylan McCain's kid. What are you out here doing, sir? At the biggest show of the year, sit your ass at home and we'll decide something. We'll figure it out. Exactly. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Because if you're not, because if all you're going to do is complain now, that's exactly right. what you should have did. See, nah, uh, SP3 is, is right. This would this would have pissed me off though. From like if I was in Tony's perspective, that he just did all that, and this motherfucker could go out there and have probably the best match on the damn show, arguably the best match, yeah. one of the best matches on that whole show. That shit would have pissed me off. I'd have been mm-hmm. mad as hell. I'd have like, yeah. you will go in, you will yeah. put your hands. On another one of your colleagues, and you were about to have a banger. Mm-hmm. Right. What's wrong with you, bro? Like, Again, I mean, that's great. So, like, hey, so what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna be the boss that Tony Khan can't be because I got to keep us back on track. Yeah, about to say, we got, say, we 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 almost on four hours, cause like, yeah. So we we got three <laughs> names, three names left. All right. So one, I know is not gonna get invited. One, I know probably will get invited. The other one's a little iffy. So I'm gonna start with the one that I think everybody's gonna be in agreement with. Uh, and and we got to be a little trepidatious because he is a white gentleman from a different generation. He's a little bit older than us, but I, I think this dude can come to the cookout. Chinere, can that man called Sting come through to the cookout? Oh, Sting! Sorry, I thought you were gonna say Ric Flair. Oh no! Oh, um, <laughs> they gotta get a plate on the corner. <laughs> yeah, I'm, about, I'm about to say no. The way you set that up, I thought it was about to be something bad. You Sting? <laughs> That's a swerve, bro. Uh, Sting, yeah, definitely. You know, legend, legendary things. One last um, little thing before he goes out and all of that. You know, so he definitely come through. And he like and a yeah. reverend or something. He could pray for the meal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can Sting me come to the cookout? <laughs> Will you ask me? Yeah. Um, nah, of course. Of course, Sting could come to the cookout. I'm about to go to North Carolina to give him his plate himself at Revolution. I'll be at, I'm going to be at Revolution to give him the plate on his last match. You know, Sting is my all-time, one of my all-time favorites, especially like WCW. That was like yeah, the first man. guy that I became a fan of, him and Vader. I remember those matches, him mm-hmm. and Rick Flair. And like, yeah, I, I've seen Sting through so many generations and to be able to see old man Batman Sting where he just yeah. goes to stuff high up and just falls down on people. That's how he <laughs> saves the day. Uh, that's, that's, I, I have loved this generation of Sting and the fact that new fans have been able to d- discover Sting. So of course, Sting comes to the yeah. And to to we 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 done said a lot of uh, of negative things about TK tonight. Most of them deserved, but I think the handling of Sting has been one of the best things that he's done. Mm-hmm. And yes. especially when you contrast it to how the WWE did that man. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. Rookie Ray, can that man call Sting come to the cookout? Yeah. Short answer: Yes. And, and like Chinyari alluded to, leave Rick at home. But yes, you can come, <laughs> Sting. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we mm-hmm. Rick Rick can't come within twenty five feet of the cookout. Uh, <laughs> Chris, can Sting come to the cookout? The man that that you drove this man that that WrestleMania <laughs> where Triple H beat Sting, the, one of my favorite stories ever. Chris got a ticket to that WrestleMania. As soon as that match was over, said this brother Chris drove home. 
didn't wait for the rest of the matches, didn't want to see the main event. He said, you know what? If that's because that was some bullshit. I'm yeah. going home. <laughs> yeah, I drove from uh, the from the arena to L.A. That no stops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, like, um, here's the thing, man. Um, yes, I, I do wish, um, just as an L.A. person and Sting is an L.A. guy, yeah. Um, I do wish the match was his last match was in LA, but I do understand why it's in Greensboro too, because Greensboro is more important to WCW, mm-hmm. um, and Sting mm-hmm. is important to WCW. Sting is important to LA wrestling, but as far as um, <laughs> as um, his his legacy, I think it's gonna probably be more in like the UWF WCW days. Um, so yeah, I, I love seeing, I hope, uh, I, I want him to come to the cookout and yeah, man, that, that's, that's my dude. Nephew. Can that man call yes. sing? Come to the, even if he's in Joker makeup. He, he slides through. He just got with a face paint. He can't come in the Steve board. Not with the gray beard and the little I ain't even gonna lie. Main event mafia old man sting was. Yeah, cool. you wear the stings. Yo, the shades come with the shades. I like I like the shades look. Yeah, I like main event mafia sting. Yeah, main event mafia was cool. Being too serious. State, state, main, main event obvious thing gonna fuck up the vibes. He's too serious. He was the Godfather, man. Gotta have the Godfather. The Godfather. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess we can't it's, have main event obvious because then we'd have nah, two Godfathers. Nah, but he, he he gonna work security <laughs> at the door. Main event obvious thing work security. He, he 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 gonna make sure Flair don't get in. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Go. Rick, Bischoff, Terry, all of them. Uh, so, got yeah, come got on name, now. Man. Y'all know Sting coming to the cookout, man. I like like that's that's my guy, man. One of my favorites of all time. Uh this AEW run has uh like he didn't need to be redeemed to me, Andrew, but for anybody that was like just seeing him off of that WWE run and was thinking yeah. that was that dude, <clears throat> I think this AEW run has given them a, a better perspective of what this man is and what he's meant to the business and the fact that he's 60 something years old. Still going out there getting it done. So uh, shout out to that man's thing. He can always get a plate at the cookout. These last two, though, they might be a little controversial. Number one, we got a sister who uh, recently dipped her toe back into the world of professional wrestling. And I think it's fitting that Chinyere is the first person we go into with this. Chinyere, can former UFC champion Ronda Latifah Rousey <laughs> come to the cookout and get a plate? Wow, wow, um, I'm about to look her name up like I thought that was a real name. <laughs> RLR. Her middle name Jean. You said her middle name is Jean? She can come through. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me just put it like She can come through and yeah, let's let's kick it. Let's talk about UFC and wrestling and the baby and the farm and all of that. There you go. So Chi Chi is letting Ronda Latifah Rousey into the cookout. Can Ronda come to the cookout, brother? Ronda, Rashonda Rousey <laughs> is always invited to the cookout. The first black woman to headline WrestleMania. The first black woman to win a UFC championship. The first black woman to be a UFC Hall of Famer? Are you kidding me? 
Did you see her in a wrestling ring against Athena? Two black queens going at it. Nate, take him off the screen. Ray, as one of the wait, I'll wait. Time out. I'm stuck on Ronda Rashonda and Ronda Latifah. And her middle name is her real middle name is June. <laughs> what is happening right now, bro? Uh, it's the this holidays, nephew. It's the this holidays. Is a fucking Twilight Zone right now. This is, this is, this is great. Ray, please. Ray, co host of Spinning Black Fist Podcast. Can Ronda Rousey come to the cookout? Andrew, you said the middle name is Jude or June, as in like Jean, the Jean, like jeans. Ro- oh, Jean, Ronda Jean. Jean, that's some country. Yeah, is she Jean. from Temecula? <laughs> No, she's from uh, Riverside. Oh. Okay, so R- R- Riverside is gonna be the uh, like it's near L.A. but far like uh, it's it's country. If it's as country California as you're gonna get in Southern mm. California, it's Rhonda Jean. That's a country ass name, Jean. right? Yeah, yeah. Jean Bug. Uh, I'm gonna bring Jean <laughs> Bug a plate. Uh, she she could pull up, um, and I think it. <laughs> I think you might be, uh, Chinieri might be oh on the same page as me. I mean, Uh-oh. I think if we also invited uh, UFC fighter Derek Lewis, I think he would be very interested in, <laughs> yes, in Ronda would. coming. Uh, Ronda was... What, what Why? The Ronda Mania. Oh, Ronda Mania. Ronda oh, Mania. Latifa Mania running wild. Is that a picture like she the like she the like virgin? Mother Mary? Mary. <laughs> <laughs> that shirt is wild. <laughs> see. And I, I I I was a big fan of Ronda when she was in the UFC. I had a hot hot Ronda shirt before WWE. So have, have I'm you a big accepted Ronda. Ronda. Fan. As your Lord and Savior. Oh, All right. Lord. You know, yeah. man, if there was ever, if there was ever a time to end the stream. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey bro, no no music. It, it, it could be SP3 just holding up shirt over fade his camera. Black. That, just fade to black. That's it. Like, that's going to end the stream. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> uh, hey, but that, that, that shirt is theme too. That's a theme theme shirt right there. That shit mm-hmm. right on the holidays. Uh, <laughs> Chris, can Rhonda come yeah. to the cookout? Oh yeah, yeah. I got. Don't tell uh, SP three. Don't tell Chrissy. But uh, yeah, I, I got. Oh, no yeah, problems. Chrissy Love ain't letting into the cookout. <laughs> yeah, I, I got no problems with uh, <laughs> with uh, Rhonda Rousey. I think um, I don't have to love somebody to understand the their what value they bring. So you know, she could she more than welcome and tells us stories about her great, great, great black <laughs> grandfather. Wasn't he like um, a doctor yes. or something? Some kind of doctor. He was like a fir- the first doctor that did something. I forgot. Her mom was telling mm-hmm. the story on TMZ. I got to find mm-hmm. that clip. Yeah, we, uh, we're not going to act like her ancestor was a house nigga. <laughs> Come on, yeah. No, like we we ain't doing Doctor Rousey. Because when you when you when you call <laughs> not people Dr. from that time, when you use the term house niggas, it implies that they had it good, and no slave no. had it good. So, no, yes. Yeah, so no. Let's let's. But he got he was in the house to learn how to be a doctor, and he was a nigga. 
See, Brad, I, I know waiting and John. Yo, Way is pulling out his hair on the edit. <laughs> so, so, this, so I think Nate, I think this is the part where we need to just speed round. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, the last one I have. Well, real quick, Andrew, Rhonda, <laughs> yes or no? Yeah, Rhonda can slide through, but I like a little drama, so I'm inviting Holly home too. Ooh. Ooh. Start a little. Little some Traumatic flashbacks. Yeah, right, right, right. Stop some sounds. He's trying to give her PTSD at the cookout. <laughs> you just, you just trying. She, 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 she trying to get some mashed potatoes, and then she just see Holly Holmes, and then drop the plate. We trying to have that happen at the cookout. PTSD. Andrew choosing violence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say yeah. Holly can come to the cookout. Not hot. Well. Holly and Rhonda. Holly, Rhonda, and uh, who, who else? Who else beat the brakes off of Rhonda? Uh, Amanda Nunez. Nunez. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, really Holly, and Rhonda to the cookout. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are wrong. Y'all are wrong for that. Uh, so salute to Dr. Rousey. Uh, but my last last person, and it, we can speed around this because I already know. Yeah, it's I already know. Rounded, it's a it's a yearly tradition, Raid is your oh, first don't. time. I knew it. Chinieri, I think this is your first time. Sid, it might be your first. No, Sid, Sid's done this one before. But uh, every year, he try to slide through to the party. And every year, he get the same answer. So, Chinieri Okafor, can Terry Bollea, Hulk Hogan, brother, come to the cookout? Absolutely fucking not. Um, <laughs> not my cookout. No. <laughs> See, Never. Can Terry Bollea come to the cookout? Terrence from Florida cannot come to the cookout at all. Terrence, we do not call him Terry Bollea. We do not call him Hulk Hogan. We call him Terrence from Florida. That's what it says on his ID. <laughs> and no. No Florida, man. You cannot come. Ray, can Terrence from Florida come to the cookout? Nah, Scary Terry. You're going to have to stay your abs home. Stay home. <laughs> Chris, you know, you, you're enlightened. You're a college professor. I'm sure mm-hmm. you can have an enlightening conversation with Terrence. Can, can, can the Hulkster come to the cookout, brother? Nah, he's t- Terry's one of those dudes in wrestling. He's never going to learn anything. And I, I got no time for that guy because he learns the wrong lessons so, <laughs> um, that's why i got i got no time for uh, terry balea andrew you know what time it is i'm setting up the ball for you to knock it out of the park can terry come to the cookout mm. <laughs> <laughs> damn you know andrew um Uh-oh. i think in the holiday season you have to give people room and space to grow. You know, Sid knows this, Chris knows this, Janieri knows. Like, people aren't, like, static. You meet somebody at one stage of their life, they're different at another stage of their lives. And so, when we look at Terrence from Florida and, and <clears throat> can he come to the cookout, the last three years, my answer has been no. But I think it's 2023, man. We're going into 2024. A lot of people's views on life can change. Um, and my answer Not is, me. if Terry can come to the cookout, it's still uh, hell to the no. <laughs> Not now, not never, not. What's the WWE then, now, forever, then, now, forever? You are never invited to the cookout, Terry Keep your ass. Yeah, we won't be together this cookout. Keep your ass on the sidewalk, brother. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we did it. We we bring the end to not only this show for this month, but for this year. So it's been a been a crazy year. Another successful, positive year here at Post Wrestling. We did it again. Uh, salute to everybody that's watching tonight live has been rocking with us for damn near four hours. I feel like this is an episode of True Hill Heat. We just going and going, <laughs> giving the people what they want. Uh, 
but let's go around the horn one last time. Let everybody get their plugs out and uh, uh, say what they want to say before we call it a night. And I'm going to start with, let's start with Rookie Ray. This man who uh, has, uh, he he said something very brave today, said he's got a new podcast, him and Chinere, on their first episode. Ray admitted that he is a Swifty. So, uh, Ray, that was very brave of you. Uh, we knew you was trouble when you wait, walked. Wait, 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 so, so you like you like um like like seven heaven white people music like <laughs> not seven heaven white people music like like that you like you like got you like gossip girl white people music XOXO XOXO <laughs> all the CW hits. Uh, do you do you like music where you can dance like this to it? Hey, hey. I am a renaissance man. I am eclectic. I, I like all different <laughs> kinds of music. I mean, I, I liked I liked Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera when I was growing up, but I mean, that's not what I would call Seventh Heaven white people music, though. Like Taylor Swift is like she prays to God, like she's a church girl. Oh, like Seventh Heaven. <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't Jessica Biel on Seventh Heaven? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think that's how Ray, we discovered her. Where did Ray go? <laughs> did there he get so embarrassed Ray. being a Swifty? Damn. <laughs> I thought he was going to get his Taylor Swift shirt to hold up. His Lord and Savior, Taylor Swift. <laughs> See, I, I like how I like how Nate is kind of spinning it on me. See, he on people sometimes, Ray. flipping it on me because it, it was me who was kind of – I wasn't attacking him. I was just bringing knowledge because – I did have a clip earlier this week where um, they uh, our NWA guys did correctly predict in September that uh, the Muffin Man would be returning to WWE. But um, there was slightly before that, or at the beginning of that clip, there was a lyric that was uttered by <laughs> our own Godfather that was from a Taylor Swift song. So now he's, you know. He he he's trying to spin it on me, but it's okay. I don't know why you're trying to be so mean, Nate. But it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Close mm-hmm. your eyes. Mm. Close your eyes. The sun is going down. You'll be all right. No one can hurt you now. Come morning light, you and I will be safe and sound. But um, <laughs> anyways, um, <laughs> was that spoken word? That was Death Poetry Jam. (laughs) Death Poetry Jam, Taylor Swift version. What? I know, right? (laughs) But anyway. But um, all seriousness, Ray, um, what you got to promote, man? Always good having you on the show. Let the people know about this Spinning Black Fist podcast, brother. Yes, indeed. It's always a pleasure to be invited and uh, come along and break bread with you, brothers and sister. Chinyeri and I, Chichi and I, are going um, into a new voyage. We we set off in our maiden voyage for this new Spinning Blackfish <clears throat> podcast. It's going to be an Afrocentric view at the world of MMA, mixed martial arts, and also delving into other combat sports with boxing and with uh possibly Brazilian jiu-jitsu as well. And we'll we'll throw a little bit of pro wrestling in there as well for all the postmarks as well. So we um we finished up our first episode of that. That will be coming out to you guys on Christmas. So 
while you guys have this preview with the NWA, you'll have this good old four hours, and then you'll have that post. <laughs> You had that post Christmas special. That'll be another five, six hours. And mm. then me and Chenieri will just be the dessert on the back end um, once you get done with all that good entertainment. You ain't got to speak to your family all day. Just turn on the podcast. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. And uh, you can find me online on X and <clears throat> Instagram at Mondo Dondo One. Ladies and gentlemen, rookie Ray, 10-day Ray in the building. Uh, but let's let's go from 10-day Ray to his tag team partner in this new podcast. Uh Chinere Okafor, always good to have you on, Nisi. Uh, let the people know where they can find you on social media and also let them know what you got coming up. Because as we've established off the top, you are the maestro mm. of combat sports. The queen of sports. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to really, really claim that. You also, know? what time is it right now, there, Tenyeri? The time right now is four minutes past seven in the morning. So. Damn. 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 Let, let me hold on. Let me back this out real quick and and talk to the postmarks man out there listening. Nah, man, let her wrap up, bro. She probably about I, to pay. I just want to say to the people. <laughs> I just want to say on Tenyeri's behalf. Everybody's like, oh man, the show's too long. Oh, it's too late. This young lady. That's it's up at 7 right o'clock there, in the morning. Facts, putting in the yeah. work. Bringing in the knowledge. Bringing in her opinions. So don't say you can't listen to the show. Or don't say you mm. can't stay up late. She up early getting work in. That's what Chinere do. She in the lab. She in the gym. She throwing up okay, shots on the sister. court. We Consistency. We seen Chinere. Yeah. <laughs> you seen all the pictures. The Triple H gonna throw at you. Throw up the finger guns. Finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here in South Africa and all of that, which means that, you know, I am a bit ahead of time, but I still keep <laughs> up with everything. Please don't ever think that I'm not, you know, keeping up or I don't know what's happening. Mm. Uh, spinning Blackfist. Mm. That's what's up, guys. That's the new thing that you guys need to tap into. And I promise you, Ray and I, we, we talk. We talk a lot of shit on there. Um, the, the, episode, the first episode, we were, it was plagued by a certain individual. But it's okay. Just tune in because, you know, there's a lot of good things to talk about. Huh? Was it Kobe Covington? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Have to it tune in to find out. It wasn't I mean, seeing but... There's a lot of toxic people in the MMA world right now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> could have been anybody. But mm-hmm. that's where you're going to find me right now. Other than that, I'm a writer. And, my, you know, my pieces can be found all over the place. But most probably you'll find <clears> it on my social media. That's Instagram. And X um, at Chingereo Kafu underscore. That's the the name that you see right there, right next to my name. Chichi is my nickname, but my full name is Chingereo Kafu. And thank you for having me. Yeah. Always a pleasure to have you, fam. Uh, let's go. Keep it going on on the bottom row. This man <laughs> showed up with his not only his Ronda Rousey shirt, uh, not only his Lakers jacket, but again somewhere he got like his little uh, in season tournament ring that he got made. At the mm-hmm. local jewelry store. Uh, <laughs> three, tell these folks about True Hill Heat and what they you don't got even going send on, us man. rings anymore. They send us oh. infinity gauntlets. They send us entire oh. infinity oh. gauntlets. If you are the president of Laker Nation, this is what we get in the mail. We I got this in the mail for the in season <laughs> tournament. I can't wait to see what they give us for the NBA championship in June. <laughs> you will see me back here on the NWA podcast <laughs> bragging about that. But 
Yes, thank you guys for inviting me here. I always have fun chatting about everything in the wild, wild world of professional wrestling with y'all and capping out, capping off 2023. I know it's been a great year for y'all, been a great year for post wrestling. You got new shows going on, so support these guys. But you can follow me at on on social media at True Heel SP3. That is T R U because I speak Ebonics and I don't use the E. Um. True Heel, T-R-U, no E. So check that out. That's the same thing with the YouTube channel, True Heel Heat YouTube channel. Uh, thank you to anyone who shows support from here. Over there, we reached uh, 11,000 subscribers this mm. year. So very okay. excited, happy about that. You can check out the flagship podcast, True Heel Heat 255 from yesterday with myself and Miss Chrissy Love. That is up right now. Also, a new interview with Chris Bay is up over there on the True Heel Heat YouTube oh, channel. Nice. And we got a bunch of stuff. Dropping for the end of the year, we have an entire AEW roster tier list that's going to be dropping on Christmas Day with me and Jimmy Macaram. And if you know Jimmy, he is the number one hater that makes sense of AEW <laughs> and is black because all the other haters is white, it seems. But he's black and he's and he's not Alfred. He's not looking for cheese and platters. He just oh, hates those. Right. He just hates Tony Khan and AEW because he doesn't like Tony Khan all that much and his book. <laughs> but check that out. Check out AE Ramble every single Thursday with me and Jimmy as well. So thank you guys for having me. Yo, that day is ladies Support the people, man. The infamous SP3, man. Again, yeah, check out that, that channel, Chrissy Love, uh, Romeo. Drunk Jack, drunk guy JJ, top guy JJ, sleepy guy JJ. I got people falling asleep on me on camera. It's great stuff over there. I I, I saw that clip. I was fucking dying when I seen it. That was 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 slumped. I think that's one of the rare times on True Hill Heat where I just audibly just said nigga. <laughs> I, like, I just looked at him like, no, no, seriously, nigga, are you serious? Did you just fall asleep on me? Like, like I'm well, talking. I, I don't think I've ever fallen asleep on a podcast. No, yeah. not yet. That's hard. <laughs> 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 that, 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 give, us, yeah. give us another hour, um, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, nephew Andrew, let the people know what you got going on, man. Where they can find you uh, on on these uh, social media streets, brother. Yeah, man, they can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, 80 Thompson underscore underscore. Uh, check out my green work over at postwrestling.com. Interview step over on Andy Thompson interviews. And yeah, that's about it, Uncle Nate. Okay, okay, short and sweet. I, I see I see the vision. That brings us <laughs> that brings us to this man right here. The professor, the reverend, the interim mayor of Los Angeles. Hell, he might even be interim AEW women's champion. I don't know what the hell TK is doing with that <laughs> right now. Yo. Chris, what you got going on, man? Uh, I I think the plan is for you and me and maybe some special <clears throat> guests to to get a and Ray to get a Kings of Sport popping before the end right. of the year this week. Uh, but other than that, what else you got going on, man? Yeah, Kings of Sport. Um, it's always a good good to get through another year with my fellow affirmative action hires. <laughs> um, yeah, sit, sit, miss that part. <laughs> Oh my! Hell yeah! Affirmative action out here. 
Yeah, that's that's the first time I've ever been called that. But you know, hey, I know my place here. I know I'm an affirmative action man. Wrestle Talk been trying to make up jobs for me because they know I'm the affirmative action hire. They gotta figure out jobs for me. Thank you, Wrestle Talk, for a great year writing for y'all. <laughs> so but anyway yeah um oh i, I do want to give a, a shout out to my girl uh cj perry uh because hey, I, I was watching okay, the okay. interview she did with um rj city hey um, ew yeah um yeah. and i had no idea she danced with the a- alvin ailey uh dance troupe uh okay, so cj can get a plate yes yeah, yeah. so i knew that yeah, oh, I knew that. Also she, uh, yeah, and, and then she dated Isaiah Mustafa, who was the old well, spice guy. Yeah, the old spice dude. Do you wow. want a fun, a fun CJ Perry fact? Yeah, go ahead. I twerked on her at Wale Mania in New Orleans in 2018. Oh, there's a video out there. There's a video out there. Good times before, before I was married. Good times. Good times. Right, when yeah, when you was outside like that. When I was outside, outside in New Orleans, yep. Backsliding. Yep. <laughs> Back in my backsliding days. But is, is, it, is, but is this the dude from the, the uh, the what's the, the Red Spice or? The Old Spice. Old Spice. Spice. Yeah. Like, ladies, look at me. Now look at your yeah. man. Now look at me. It's a horse. Got, she dated that movie. It's like, like, I, like. She was, like was she's before, the last uh, person that I would expect to have danced with the with the Alvin Ailey. Uh, dance uh, in 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 retrospect that that Lashley angle makes a lot more sense now. Right, right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's levels to this, Chris. It's levels. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Also, everything is going good. Um, so I've I've um like I I wrote a bunch of my book this weekend, so I'm proud okay. of that. Um, what we're trying to do is I'm trying to um wait until I get my um stem cell therapy. Um, in, um, I think it's going to be April or May. And then I'll write more of that, more of it, um, at, at once that's done. I hope I really, really do want to see, cause I know all y'all see, this is the sucky part about living on the West coast is when pay-per-views are out here, no one wants to come out here, but I know everybody <laughs> is going to be in Philly this year. So I'm going to try my best to uh, make, even if I don't go to either of the WrestleMania shows, I'm going to see what I can do about um, making it out there um, for, uh, for uh, WrestleMania. Cause I already know SP three is going to be out there. I'm, I'm pretty sure most of the post people, I know John and Wayne are going to be out there after mm-hmm. um, LA being too far to travel. Um, this year, but that such as life will be in a West Coaster, so you know. That's the good Dr. Chris Ely, and again, check out his latest uh, work besides this on Post, where he was on Thurston and Pollock and Thurston. Yeah, yeah, uh, and again, week. I had COVID during that podcast, man. I got some mild racism from that shit too. Go to the YouTube page Ooh. and read that. Yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris, this is some crazy comments. Yeah, well, why, why boy ask, t- tell me I'm fucking Beetlejuice, man? I got you. From Howard Stern. Yeah. Tell him, Chris, you got to do it. Yeah, I, I don't want to. Keep, keep messing with Chris. He lived by that on Anderson lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Mess with him if you want. 
Uh, as for me, uh, you can find me here, of course, on Post Wrestling, uh, not only with the NWA <clears throat> podcast, which we drop every single month here at Post, uh, but also with the Rocky Maivia Picture Show, the world's <laughs> greatest rock movie review podcast that is not canceled, but it's also not airing right now with Schrodinger's <laughs> podcast. You don't know when it's going to pop up. Andrew, I might drop another episode on January 1st. You might not get another episode till January 1st, 2028. It's like your enthusiasm. This is when Larry David feels like doing right, right, right. Right. When I get inspired yeah. and uh yeah. when when we finally inked it, like I was I was trying to get it done during the strike, but you know, Dwayne couldn't come on and talk about the movies because of the Hollywood and everything. But about to be the wait make... between season two and season three of Atlanta. About to be four <laughs> years in between this year. <laughs> it's like like them breaks in between the Venture Brothers season for anybody that used to watch the Venture Brothers back in the day. Yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, or the boondocks like boondocks had oh like, yeah. yeah they had huge years. gaps between two and yep. three and then three and four mm-hmm. yep uh but for everything else of course we've got uh uh the kings of sport we got a new episode coming out this month i don't know when but it's gonna be coming out with myself chris 10 day ray and uh some get some guests talking about uh you know, I'm sure we're going to get into the end season tournament. We're going to get into Draymond. We're going to get into this NFL action. We're going to get into these bowl games. A lot of stuff we're going to get into. Uh, so keep your eyes and ears out for that. Kingsofsport.com. Hit us up on Patreon. Uh, five bucks gets in the door. As my nephew has said time and time again, you got $5 in your pocket. You can get you a biggie bag. Technically, you can't even get a biggie bag of $5 because of tax. Or you can sign up to this Patreon and uh, support some uh, folks that's trying to Trying to do some things on our own and, and, and uh, get some get the word out there, different opinions, different views. Shows like Spinning Black Fist with Chinieri and Ray. So uh we appreciate everybody that supported us thus far. We're gonna keep it going next year. Uh so as we leave, want to thank everybody that watched us live tonight, man. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us all night. Uh shout out to everybody listening in the future. Uh and of course, shout out to John Pollock and Wei Ting. Especially Wei Ting when he's got to edit this. Uh, the proprietors of Post Wrestling. God bless him. God speed, Wei Ting. May the odds ever be in your favor. Uh, but uh, we appreciate John and Wei for offering up the platform and allowing us to get out here and, uh, you know, have these conversations and, and get deep and get silly and get crazy with it uh, as only we can. Uh, and so, yeah. And most importantly, you, the customer or the listener in this case. Uh, let's see who else. Righteous Reg. I, I can't forget Righteous Reg, who I did invite this week, but you know, it was like last minute. It was CPT. Uh, I was supposed to invite everybody like two weeks ago. Invited everybody on Tuesday this past week. Yeah. Uh, well, so- yep. <laughs> yep. Next next month is the new year, so we could do a opening up the year thing, right? Yeah, so it's a new day. Yes, it is. Uh, I believe. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe somebody once said that. Uh, but Chris, you need to stop interrupting me because you're making me crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's gonna do it, man, for this month's edition of the Kings of Sport for this year. Of sport. Wow, uh, the NWA podcast on post wrestling. Now, my podcast is crossing over. Uh, appreciate the super chats, appreciate the views. Uh, y'all be safe this holiday season, man. If you're gonna drink, if you're gonna sip on that hypnotic, uh, sip on that lean. Uh, first of all, don't sip on that lean. Uh, but if you are gonna drink, be safe, man. Y'all, y'all be good to everybody this holiday season, and we will catch you back here next month for an all-new edition of the world's most dangerous podcast. Again, I'm slipping in the Kings of Sport, Andrew. Uh, 
<laughs> I, 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 I got too many shows this week. It's my vacation week, so I'm trying to catch up on doing shows I should have been doing the last month or so. Uh, but for SP3 from True Hill Heat, for Chi Chi, Chinyere Okafor, for 10 Day Ray, a.k.a. Raymondo the Rookie, a.k.a. Sugar Ray Williams, for the nephew Andrew Thompson, and of course, for the good professor, Dr. Chris Ely. I am the Godfather Nate Milton. And remember, the revolution may not be televised, but it damn sure will be podcasted. Good night, Dr. Rousey, wherever you are. See y'all. We love you, Latifah. See y'all in 2024. <laughs>